0: Hi and welcome to episode of 76 of Extreme PC UK. Today <laughs> is the 28th of November and on the show we have...
1: Hi, I'm Jansen, also known as James Health. Nice, I'm Vegan Spaceman,
2: also known as Vegan Spaceman.
1: Nice, Vegan Spaceman, it's nice to know the Vegan Spaceman.
0: Right, let's get into the show, people. Perfect intro there. Let's move on. In the news today! <laughs> um... The first thing I want to talk about though, no, seriously, um is as you all know and probably seen all over Twitter and everywhere, this week, well it's been leading it's been about two months in it, Jans, We've been leading up to building this PC. Um I didn't know what you were talking about then. <laughs> yeah. Man, we're we're poor. We're on poor form today. Um so we're sorry about that people. But yeah, we've been leading up to building this uh, PC. It hasn't got a name yet. Um, I, I, if you want to see it I can't get a picture up because we're so late I didn't actually get did you get one sent over to me on quick enough or not yeah yeah I sent it Um, I'll try and see if I can get it up and we, I'll tell you what <laughs> I'll try and see if I can get it up um, <laughs> what we're going <laughs> to do tablets for that <laughs> I'll tell you what we'll do um, we'll get into some news and then I'll work on that and then we'll come back to that in a minute yeah and I'll see if I can get a picture of it so we can show people the actual computer that we're talking about because that'd be much more helpful Um. But for my news, our first thing I want you to get into, have you seen AMD uh, bringing out like some super chip? And when I got this news, it was actually meant to be a load of like rubbish and it was like a leak and everyone was saying it's not true. Since then it's actually come out that this is actually a real chip. 60 64 core, 128 thread AMD Ryzen thread ripper, 3990X leaks. One CPU to rule them all
1: what do you reckon of that yeah sounds alright but um not really something we're going to get though is it
3: why
0: I probably won't get one myself but like for the power that's that's in that thing that's got to be immense man yeah do you reckon why, it's
2: like why won't you get
0: one it, it's like having a little is, nuclear a power over-keeled. station in your computer yeah. it looks it, it they're saying it's like a truly monstrous CPU um and it, it comes out of the box running at 3 gigs. And I'm sure you can get an overclock on that. But the thing is, what we've seen from the Ryzen chips, the overclocks weren't massive, were they? So, you no. know, how much of an mo- overclock are you going to get out of this? I- I'd personally want... Are you even going to need an overclock if you've got 64 Well, it's no at good.
2: three gig?
1: Yeah, because it's not like going to be eight. any good for gaming otherwise. Yeah, because if you've got four cores running at 3 gigs each, you want those four cores to be running at 4 gigs Oh, yeah. yeah
0: of
2: course the games will only be ready for- yeah. yeah so
0: it's only going to use the the free mm. gigs on four cores um so and a then little you bit... can have 60 cores just chilling chilling <laughs> just 128 threads just sitting there like yeah let's smoke a yeah. cigar we watch them four cores <laughs> over there play the game yeah and struggle um but now nah, like if you're doing sort of editing video editing stuff like that this is a monster cpu to have this would this, yeah. would, this would probably do you jance in photoshop really
1: really good you know it would sort you right out uh the cash i it is... think i reckon even for photoshop that might be a bit much i reckon that's probably when people are doing like eight six and eight k video editing and stuff like that yeah um ends in the chat he
0: says uh they don't overclock so great but they honestly don't need to go that high um but the thing is with them the like i said for gaming you would need it to be like a minimum of four 4.4 4. i don't know if you'd get that out of it what do you reckon you get out of three and a half maybe four like it's not going to go super higher than that with all them cores in it and i I imagine the heat coming off that thing's going
1: to be super yeah if you had 60 cores running at four gigs yeah Yeah. it's good in the winter
0: only (laughs) sold in cold countries (laughs) who needs a fire um but it's got it says it's got 288 megabyte cache 128 pci express four lanes Uh, guzzling down 280 watts of power which again is just going to create a lot more heat again so it is going to be powerful but then i don't know if it's i don't know if it's it's saying it's the cpu to rule them all i I don't know if i'd go with that
1: on paper yeah it's probably the the most powerful cpu on the market but it's not going to be a cpu that everyone's going to buy to have the best PC yeah so it's it's definitely like a workstation chip so like yeah all these uh, professionals that are like video editing stuff like that they'll probably love this but Mm. for people like us we're probably never gonna yeah well this is what ends is saying really as we speak ends is
0: saying about the fred ripper isn't a cpu for gaming anyway it's a uh like a um what's the word for it a productivity cpu i could have just read that in your message dude
2: and as me thinking of the word, <laughs> yeah. could be good for streamers as well if they're doing a lot of video processing and yeah, 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 uh, playing games while streaming at the same time. Yeah, just be yeah, content creators like, never...
1: hmm. like they'll they'll probably love this. Like especially people that are streaming their content creations as well. So like say <laughs> someone <laughs> I didn't know how to word that then content creators That's where people go and I I got a mouse's the streaming. content <laughs> I got I got ten mouses. But um yeah, like obviously you get the people who use things like After Effects and uh, Photoshop and they stream the work that they're doing. So something like this, like, would help someone like that. But again, it's still overkill. Like you, you're not gonna use sixty four cores doing that, are you? No, I've just cut both your cameras off as well.
2: Microsoft screen might pop up quickly. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, a really bright light in my room for a second there. I don't know what that was. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Don't touch that button again. Um, (laughs) Kodak says uh, it would need its own power station to run, which I'm sure it would. Like, that thing is going to be next-level heat, sir. But personally, uh, it's coming out in 2020. What will Intel bring out in that time? Like we said, the battle with Intel and uh, AMD at the moment, is going backwards and forwards. And, like, in the media, it seems to look like Ryzen and uh, AMD are, are getting the upper hand. But I, I still feel personally that Intel is still running. I still feel they're a stronger chip. And,
1: you know, what do you think? Uh, I think, yeah, if you're looking across the board, yeah, like it, Intel are probably still like at the people's choice. But I think people are backing AMD because they're like the underdogs and they're catching up. So they're like, yeah, but like we want to see them beat Intel. Yeah, well that's the, the thing... thing.
2: I'm an Intel person. I've used Intel for years, and I can't help but want AMD to come on and really give Intel some competition. It'd be yeah. nice. It'd be good, good for the market, good for consumers.
0: Yeah, it would help yeah. us all out. We'd
1: get the prices down on that. Yeah, competition's always good. But well, um... like we we always say about um. Like the overclock inside of it, which is yeah. a huge thing for gamers, and Intel just seems to be able to overclock really high, and uh, AMD just seems to be a bit harder to yeah, really get anything out of it.
0: Yeah, it's not that. It's just it for me, honestly. It just feels like it's much harder work with a, a Ryzen chip or a Threadripper chip than it is with an Intel chip. It's like you know, you just want to switch things on and you just want to press the buttons and they just go. That's how I feel. And I feel like it's never that simple. Like, you always get into another hurdle. But everyone's got their own opinion. Hopefully, uh, Ryzen, these new chips, uh, will be much better. And who knows? They could take over. And the thing is, we
1: we still recommend Ryzen to people that are... Yeah, because we always say, like, they're they're not bad chips. We, like, preference, personal preference, we'd go Intel. But if you've got a bit of a budget, then a Ryzen is probably a better choice. Yeah, Liquid
0: Called UK says uh, AMD is a, it's the bandwagon and everyone's jumping on it at the moment. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like Red Dead. They're all jumping on that wagon. Yeah, literally. Yeah. On that wagon. <laughs> but all right, let's move on. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk to talk about was... Um, we know we've been playing Call of Duty on Janssen's account, all of us. And it's been well fun. Except me. Except Janssen. He hasn't <laughs> been playing. Everybody else has been playing. And they've just brought out a new mode. Uh, Vegan, do you play Call of Duty?
2: I used to, but I don't at
0: the moment. All right, but if you had it, you'd play it? Yeah. Uh, Because basically, they've they've just bought out a uh, new mode, which is tournament mode, and I'm not too sure on the details. I just briefly caught it, and then somebody put it in the Discord as well. And they've got new tournament mode where it's teams of two, and I think there's 36 or 32 players. And what happens is you go through the tournament, and if you are the winners, you get skin unlocks like for new gun skins and stuff like that, which I think is a nice little thing, because I love collecting stuff. So for me, I really
1: enjoy it. Jansen, I know you're going to have a different view on it. Yeah, I'm not that bored. But... So you just want to play it so you can get four skins. Only you. <laughs> Only you. <laughs> am all I might play it
2: now. I've heard that an account going.
0: Yeah, there's an account going. There's 50 people playing on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jansen hasn't even had a go. I come back and it's like I've got every every gun is a golden gun.
3: And I've yeah. i put
1: about an hour's gameplay into it. <laughs> but Leo at least Leo playing it most and he's uh
0: he's been smashing that game. He's done one golden gun, he's nearly on a golden knife, and I think he's done the Scar and um the Kalashnikov. I was waiting for you one of you to say i was waiting for one of you to say something about me talking the other day about the same well, i was just about i was just waiting to see
1: what you said after that if you were going to say it's You're even the ak <laughs> uh, was that on stream last week yeah oh, it was yeah. on stream because oh, you said you'd have one in each hand you'd have a clash and a cough in one hand and an ak-47 in the other yeah well what, i can still do that what's wrong with that you'd just be holding two of the same guns yeah well i can do that <laughs> Yeah, you could if you wanted to. I'd be like, look, what do you, you want to get by? You could
2: have a Kalashnikov AK-70 or a Kalashnikov
0: ak AKS. <laughs> or I could just be like, what do you want me to shoot your ass with? A Kalashnikov or an AK-47? Son. <laughs> a Kalashnikov. <laughs> How would you say it?
1: Kalashnikov. <laughs> <laughs> Kalashnikov. Oh, God, as Christian said,
0: the Scar might be his favourite gun. Why, though? Why is that your favourite gun? It is quite a good gun, actually. There's a couple of guns I've been playing with, and I just feel like I can't shoot with them. They just scatter bullets or...
1: But him saying that, I I do agree. Like, in most games, the Scar is one gun that I always do like using. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Um, Well, the Scar's got, it's got, like, a decent fire rate. I noticed that when I'm playing with the, um... I forgot the name of it. Was we talking about two seconds ago. What was it called? I don't want to say Kalashnikov now. Could you take the piss out of me? Well, AK. Okay. The AK forty-seven. Yeah. I noticed with that, it's got like it feels like the bullets are much stronger, but they're much more like sparse. It's
3: like boom, 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 boom.
0: But then if you get the scar out, it's like it just fuck rapid fire. Yeah. So I sort of went off off the um, thingy, and everyone that that flushing of a chain is. My missus in the toilet downstairs, I just thought I'd let you know that.
2: We couldn't hear anything. (laughs) Did you not hear that? Now we've got information that we
0: didn't have. Man. All I heard is like, (laughs) I heard like a water going down a waterfall. Like, obviously my mic's well strong and it's like, I can hear it in my ears. Like she just poured a bucket of water over my head. Man.
2: I love that you put a a male, uh, a masculine term to that. My mic is well strong when it's actually well sensitive. (laughs) No, my mic's actually well strong.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the strongest it, it, mic. Trust me, I'll try bending might, it. it. He wants to make it sound more butch. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's something yeah. Don't mess with my mic.
0: <laughs> Alright, let's move on, man. That's tournament mode anyway on um
1: Call of Duty. So uh, what's it all about then? <laughs> what's what all about? Tournament mode. It's two v two about...
2: tournaments up to thirty two players.
1: Yeah, and you win oh, skins. Okay. Where, where oh, have you yeah. been and for you the get, last 20 minutes?
2: skins, if you
1: will. I thought you were just... you was talking about skins. I thought that was it. Vegan,
0: can you just confirm to me, does he listen to anything that we're saying to him? What? Sorry? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Got a pair of wallies on here. A whole pair of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Right, I'm moving on, because you two are rubbish. Right, uh, now, I believe train spotting Trev... Uh, asked us if in this week's news we can talk about Half-Life 2. Is it pronounced Alex? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's all right, isn't it? VR. Alex Yeah. Right, Vegan, you want to talk about this, don't you? Um, yeah, yeah, um, definitely. If you'll notice he's cutting out a little bit. He's on a boat, so basically he's internet. It, every now and then he gets a bit robot-y um, and a bit flashy, as you see. It, you're but, getting Wi-Fi from the mainland.
2: Literally, I'm on 4G. You know? man.
0: my
1: role. Where,
0: where's the where's the connection man um, is that right can you hear me yeah we can hear you he's like can you hear me it's like annika rice <laughs>
3: <laughs> i'm on a helicopter. back
0: to
2: nick in the studio <laughs> so yeah um you want me to talk about half-life yeah yeah go for it man i'll get you up a little it. thing <laughs> <laughs> is that so, what she said to you 15 years yeah that's what she said 15 years we've been waiting for the next installment or some kind of installment of Half-Life. Everybody's wanting Half-Life 3. They've always been saying, no, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. And finally, they've just revealed Half-Life Alyx, um, which is a sequel to Half-Life and a prequel to Half-Life 2. So it's set between them. Um, it's going to be a VR exclusive. Um which a lot of people are kind of complaining about, but at the same time when you look at one of the interviews there was a 20 minute interview with the three of the devs um, and they're saying like that it just made sense, they wanted to create a triple A VR title, they explored a lot of the games in their franchise and it's settled upon uh, Portal and half Portal. at Portal's amazing Why do people say that?
0: What's so good about it? Well you have to use your brain I don't want to use my brain. I want to play a game. <laughs>
1: use my brain um, for so work.
2: Yeah, so they decided they can't do Portal in VR because
1: Good. they don't want people jumping off up cliffs. their desks. Yeah, yeah that, that's probably a bit it, of a rollercoaster ride doing that in VR.
2: If you really was just doing that, like, yeah. Um So, yeah, they settled on Half-Life. So they, they did, like, a 15-minute VR Half-Life 2 demo. Um and people, no, it wasn't Half-Life 2, it was the, like a tech demo for this. And it was only supposed to be 15 minutes, but the people playing it spent 25 minutes in this 15-minute demo, just exploring the world and just looking and interacting with it a lot more than they expected, which then opened up their minds to, okay, this, do a lot with this, and this could be really So what, rather than
0: going where they're supposed to do and doing the, the things that they're meant to be doing to get through... They just done a me and they looked at everything in the world, what's on the floor, everything.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Which you, you could do in, in Half
1: VR.
2: Life 2. Yeah. Oh, 100%. See, and in Half Life 2, you had stuff you could interact with the swings, roundabout, and the teddies. <laughs> so you're in VR to go out. and touching swings and things. <laughs> like, yeah. if
0: you'd done that yeah. in real life, you'd just be called a pure weirdo. I might have to go to the park and look at the swing, swing on my own, just standing there swinging a the swing. Never, you're <laughs>
2: never too old to go on a swing. Um, so, yeah, um, I think it's pretty exciting. Uh, I don't know if anybody in chat is excited about it, um, but I know I am. I'm very much looking forward to it, and I don't, I don't have VR. I used to have but I'm definitely going to be investing in VR again. Just for this game? All... Yeah, 100%. I, I've got loads of games that I can play in VR that I own already. I thought uh, he was
1: going to um... say, I've got loads of money, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <No, no. laughs> I've got the cash to money. splash yeah i'll buy two i'll wear one on each eye my new sponsor extreme
2: PCs sorting me out <laughs>
1: so
0: you know it's black friday uh basically me and Janssen were talking about stuff that we want to get and we're just cut into this for a second and basically like the cl22 logitech camera is well cheap for 25 quid instead of 80 so i'm saying yeah that's a really good buy like buy that i said jance what are you up for he's like i want to get asus's um, for forty-three inch monitor, which is one hundred and forty hertz, is one hundred uh, and twenty hertz.
1: One hundred and twenty hertz. One
0: hundred and twenty hertz, four K. And I'm like, why do you want your monitor in forty-three, forty-three inches? And he's like, because I like to sit and have it really big and that. I was like, man, you just need to get a VR kit, turn the VR off, and have ten eighty or saying in each eyeball, and then you'd just be the same as sitting in front of that TV.
3: Would,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The thing is it's is a bit like that you can get the cinema mode on your vR headset, which just it looks like you're looking at a hundred inch screen, and that's pretty good for like watching films and stuff, but I like having a big screen so like I've got a big screen in front of me now it's the forty two inch but now i've I got like four windows open on the screen, but each one is like a twenty inch screen, so it's like it's more productive to have the bigger screen. And because yeah, I'm doing all the video editing and the graphic design stuff, it does help me having a screen that big. But then when I come to play games, like I just sit back and use my controller. Yeah, that's just a I'm problem. Not, I'm, I'm time not time. like two inches away from it, like on keyboard and mouse. And it's really annoying when you play at my house because he's sitting right. behind me and he bangs into the back of my chair. Yeah, because <laughs> I've got my feet up. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you're taking up too much room.
0: <laughs> um, there's not much love for VR in the chat right here. There's
1: just well, people no, it's saying it's making them feel sick. Do you know? I it hope VR be, yeah. does well because I actually really like it, and yeah. I think like there's a lot of potential for it. So I hope it's not like 3D TVs where like everyone hypes it up and then it kind of just dies out. Yeah, a- no, and...
2: no, it's, beca- it's becoming more popular. And when you when you look at games like Half Life, Alex, and other games as well that are in VR, there is so much more you can do in terms of interacting with the game. That you can't, you just can't physically do on a mouse and keyboard. So, for example, they were talking about, you know, if you want to go up to a door and just open it a little bit, because you've got full control over the movement, you can just hold that door and open it as as little or as far as you want to look through and to see if there's any danger. You you just can't program that on a mouse and keyboard easily, yeah. um, Without people having to memorize God knows how many commands, whereas in VR, it's just see, pick up and put down that's really bad for me being
0: left-handed as well because i one thing that really pisses me off is a game comes out and then i try and play mouse and keyboard and then there's so many controls and i'm like man i have to do loads of shortcuts of double keys and stuff that's really annoying <laughs> for me i just want a game where it's up down left and right jump skid maybe and then a couple of open door buttons or something that's it but it, yeah. it, it does well, get really really hard to deal with after a little while
1: that that's one good thing about a controller Like I'm, I'm not preaching controller, but you are. You have, you have everything to hand, especially if you have like a scuff controller where you've got the extra like four buttons at the back as well. (laughs) That was him snoring, people. By the way, (laughs) on the podcast, they can't see him. (laughs) That's it. If you're on this podcast, you've got to put up with controller talk.
2: I don't mind. I've got Jansen's
1: pulling rank on your
2: ass. (laughs) <laughs> for
1: the games that need it,
2: but yeah, Kodak's saying, I want VR for driving and flying sims. Actually, VR is so Ooh. for driving and flight sims because if yeah. you're in a cockpit, like obviously you're in a seat or a racing seat, whatever setup you have, which I used to have, it's just it feels so much more immersive because you're you've got the seat holding you, you've got your hands on the steering wheel, steering wheel setup, it's absolutely insane. Yeah, so um, yeah, I'm,
0: well. Uh, the thing is, have you seen they're bringing out the new Microsoft Flight Simulator?
2: A new one? No, I haven't seen it. I've not seen man. it. Yeah. They're bringing yeah, out yeah, the uh-huh. most
0: advanced Microsoft Flight Simulator they've ever done. And they're yeah, actually it's, saying... isn't this
1: like the most accurate... Yeah, it's done by satellite. Like, yeah, so the terrain is the exact terrain yeah. of the planet. So you can literally fly over your
0: house. Wherever you are, yeah. you can fly over it. And It's almost like flying away. around Google Maps. Yeah, and the graphic I can say oh, that
2: it's, it's Microsoft Maps. We Bing Maps, won't it? Jesus, we don't care.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we ain't vegan. I need
2: to... <laughs> 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 yeah, we need. I need to check that out. It's, that sounds amazing. So years ago, when I play, when I first started playing PC uh, Medal of Honor Allied Assault Spearhead, one of the team members we used to play with regularly that lived in Zurich. And his dad was a pilot, and he was trained to be a pilot himself. And he literally had to sit in Microsoft Flight Sim and do full flights as part of his training. Literally like 11, 12-hour flights from start to finish. Yeah. And it all counted towards his training to become a, a real pilot. It's absolutely um, amazing. So I just happened to it's notice. It's going to become the new standard.
0: It looks like you slipped off your chair a little bit. What do you mean? You've gone very low. I think you need to pump that chair up a couple of pumps. <laughs> oh, it's gone too high. I've got on one more pump. One more pump. I'm sitting up. Pump it up one more. <laughs> Take he's, it up a level. Thinking. Oh, that's it. Stay there. You're that's... good. Sorry, people. He just yeah, slipped off his. He slipped off his chair a little bit there.
3: There
0: we go. <laughs> yeah, now you're in the same height. Chair is just. He's, it like he's peeking out from behind the desk there. He's the same height as you, but he's twice the size. Yeah. I started slouching. Um, I was so chilled. There's a lot of people in chat saying about how VR makes them sick and that. Uh, one thing I do need to say to all of you people is, when did you play VR and what was you playing VR on? Because there's a massive difference from playing on a PlayStation VR to a PC, Oculus Rift, or a Vive VR. If you're playing on a mobile phone VR, yeah, you're going to get sick on all them things because your brain's not in sync with the motion. And if you go onto a Vive or you go onto like the latest versions of it, you'll find that that sickness, a lot of it has disappeared. Um, yeah.
2: So you also, might see the settings, it like after like two hours. For the as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, if you get it set up correctly, it's absolutely
1: spot on.
0: <laughs> Friend or foe put about Microsoft Flight Simulator, a great game for
1: terrorists. <laughs> yeah, but I imagine that ISIS probably snapped that right up. Yeah, they just didn't have the technology to make a PC that could play it. (laughs)
3: Uh,
0: Right, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Half-Life. That's so depressing the way I said that. Oh, yeah, so
2: Half-Life is uh, set to be out March next year. Cool, cool. Right, let's move on.
0: Um, Jantz, I believe you've got uh, some follow-up from the, the hue I was talking about with Corsair last time that gave you the wall lights.
1: Yeah, so last week you were talking about Corsair's Hue... Is it Hue Plus? Yeah. Or, uh, no,
0: IQ. It was, you know, it was the IQ Corsair. um, Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, but it was the equivalent of like a Hue Plus thing. I don't know what the name of it was now.
1: No, now you're just saying random companies and names. It was Corsair. Yeah, it's the Corsair IQ. Yeah, IQ is the program that runs all of their lighting yeah i know that's what i'm getting at so that's what we were talking about so it was made by corsair i like to say iqq
0: because it rhymes
2: (laughs) yeah so i've got something to add to that go Go. um so one of my he's about to say you'll be a loser look no
3: no no (laughs) yeah no i've
2: just sent you a link in the chat but it's called lumia cove which is a software that retire all your lighting together oh see oh, what was that
0: called is, uh, aurora because i use aurora and aurora lets you do that but it lets you customize games and things to a keyboard so say i play rocket league when it sees that exe file load up what it does is it changes all my keyboard so all my keys are colored like when i score it will do all flashing different colors on my keyboard and all my lights on my computer um so but... it doesn't
2: doesn't flash very often then eh?
0: yeah i'm a, I'm, I'm the best at that game <laughs> Only time I lose is when we're in a tournament at i65, and I've got Jansen on my team, and we're playing against a whole room full of people for a big tournament. And what does Jansen do? Doesn't know how to play the game. It's two v two or three v three, sorry. Uh, and Jansen goes and opens up a second player on his computer, so it's me, Jansen, and then he puts an extreme PCUK from our team
1: ai on the other team against us mid-game <laughs> <So> i've got, <laughs> mid-game. <laughs> split, screen. I've got a split screen and my ai was scoring goals for the other team Twat. so funny and everybody was watching everybody was watching
0: it was even even the i65 guys came over and said did you have some problems because we noticed you dropped out after that first game i was like i ain't coming back on yeah. i'm coming back on after <laughs> jansen is, done that the other team are texting like
2: in your realm jansen it's like if- the, the, other,
0: the other team were in chat
2: texting us saying yeah. cheers
1: for the car. Yeah, but the thing is, <laughs> I, I, I'm all right at it. But the thing is, it's like when I started the game, the game put a split screen. So it put a second player. It wasn't it, nothing that I did. And also, we had little Donkey on our team as well. And it kicked him out to put this other AI in. So he was just sitting there watching the game play out. And I, he didn't even get to have a go. But yeah, not my fault. Yeah, but it happened on my computer, but there was nothing that I did to make that happen. I just uh, clicked start game, and then it started its split screen. Like it thought it had two controllers plugged in. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe it's the controller.
3: Maybe it was all done for entertainment. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I should digress. Um so I'll start again because like you were just mashing it up with your hue box and it's nothing to do with hue. So no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's yeah, like
2: he could murder someone at any moment.
1: That's why I was. That's why I was silent, because I was just waiting for it. All right. So last week, uh, we were talking about um, Corsair's um, IQ box. So IQ is the software that they use to control all their lighting system, and this was a new box that used uh, LED strips that you put behind your monitor to light up. Um, like the wall behind your monitor to give you like an ambilight effect, and then we were saying how like obviously Philips um, have their ambilight TVs and they've had it for like years and stuff. So um, like after that, I actually saw that Philips have actually brought out their own box, and it's called the uh, Play Sync box, and it's pretty much um, a standalone um, like ambilight setup uh that you just plug uh you can plug up to four hdmi devices into this box and then you plug the box into your tv and then it has the pass through for the video but it that, also... that does the colors for the corners yeah. of the screen as well yeah so it's it will better. read the input and then it will output to the led strips so this box basically works as like a pass-through hub and then it also controls the lights so you can put the lights around the led strips around your monitor but it will actually give you uh, an extension off the light that's on the edge of your tv or monitor so it like we were saying like with the uh, corsair one we were thinking it's just an rgb kit so it's not anything to do with the picture that's on the screen um because it it's not that expensive um but this uh, Philips one, it is actually $230. No, that's too expensive. So, so, yeah, it's it's a lot, but the the effect that you get from it would be so much better. I'm and am not being funny, I thing... could
0: just turn my computer around and it would shine against the wall. It's so bright.
2: Yeah, but how are you going to see it then? You could literally, do you know, what, it's such a cheap solution. You get a <laughs> monitor, a small monitor, Face it you put, the the saturation, put the saturation up really high on it. And yeah. mirror your mirror your other monitor and put, put it
3: behind.
1: Genius. Genius. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah, you literally could <laughs> do that if you genius. wanted to. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is, you can buy Raspberry Pis to do this, and this is what we were saying last week, that there's loads of people out there that are using um raspberry pies and Arduinos. Um I'm not even gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> Eduardo's. Uh,
2: not yeah, soft winos so... Arduino's <laughs> <laughs> it goes with my
1: mic. Uh, but yeah, like yes. <laughs> th- there's there's plenty of uh, YouTube videos out there that show you how to set this up, and you could buy a Raspberry Pi for thirty quid. You buy um, a load of uh, RGB strips for another like twenty quid, and basically you can download the software from GitHub and the coding. And as long as you kind of know a little bit of um, like the basic coding of like how to actually upload your code into your Arduino, um, it's pretty straightforward. So basically, like you could have that setup that Philips are giving you um, for about, uh, I don't know, he's putting his
0: concentration off doing that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm
1: I'm watching you thinking,
0: what's he doing? Is he screwing in a light bulb? I think he thought that light bulb just behind him in the studio was uh going uh, now he's yeah. just trying to just touch your titty a little bit. <laughs> but yeah. Uh that for two hundred and ninety nine dollars. Two hundred and twenty
1: nine dollars.
0: Nah, two hundred and thirty I don't care if two hundred ninety nine, two hundred and thirty is still too much. That should cost sixty quid. Do you know what that little box that little box has probably got a tiny little PCB thing in it with two plugs on it that's cost twenty P to make two hundred and twenty nine for lights.
1: Yeah, but there there's a lot of processing that goes into it because it's not just an RGB controller, it's a HDMI pass through as well. So you've got mm. three you've got four HDMI inputs, you've got HDMI output, and then you've got the processing off the colours, but it's processing the edges of the screen. So it's processing the edges of the picture to can convert that into RGB outputs. Yeah, so your HDMI the goes well. into
0: that. That reads the edge of the screen and then that yeah passes it through there. Yeah, yeah. and the
1: thing is, Philips make high quality goods as well. So this isn't going to be some flimsy no, no. piece of crap. It's Philips used right. the
0: proper make the first ones to do it, weren't they?
1: Yeah, and like in my house, I put all like Philips um, like home automation light bulbs. And, like, the the quality of their stuff is really good. So, like, I'm not surprised that this is that kind of price. But I reckon, like, if you've got the money, like, it's well worth it. Yeah.
0: I don't know, like, even in, in the chat, like, friend or foe saying, what's the point of it, though? The point of it is, dude, is that if you're on a screen here, especially in the dark, and you're playing, say, Red Dead, and you're in a desert, it will put the colours of the desert in your um, peripheral view so when you're looking at the screen you feel like that whole wall was changed color like and then if you go into like snow the wall will go white if you go into greenery and grass the wall will go green if if that side of you's got snow that will go white that side's grass it will go green so it's like going to follow the edges of your screen whatever you do so
1: yeah because you, you'll probably have like 15 to 20 sections of the screen that it will read around the edges so each a section will pick up what the most prominent color is in that section and then shine it out the back. So you're not just getting like all green, all blue, all red. You might have a little bit of green, then it goes to yellow, then it goes to blue, then it goes yeah. to pink, and it's constantly moving. So it gives you like a, an immersive feel where like um, like your screen feels a lot bigger yeah. because yeah, your peripheral vision is like uh is picking up all these extra lights that would just be black did you know and um, humans you get tunnel only... vision
0: i'm just gonna say like. something about what you're saying before you moved on humans are the only animals that can see moving peripheral vision so we're the only we're the best for say you're driving down a road and a car drives past you that on the, the peripheral side yeah hmm. we can see it whilst looking straight and see it going past but other animals yeah. don't have that and that's why it's really good because you can see the colors changing but like you're saying, when you're looking at the middle of your screen, you can't see the edge. You can't detect the edge.
1: You can just see the colors moving. Yeah, so sure, it makes you feel like you're surely
2: moving. Surely fish can. Surely fish can, because their eyes are literally on the side of their head.
1: Yeah, that's why, because they have no peripheral vision. They put their eyes on the side of their head. <laughs> they <put them> there. <laughs> that's why yeah, it's a fish is... eye lens.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's got a true, 180 true. on each side of its head. You can see a 360, but then if you poke yeah. it on the nose, it doesn't know what's touching it.
1: Uh, but yeah anyway like yeah it's it gives you like a more immersive feel so it's the same as like having surround sound speakers behind you it gives you that feeling of when you're sitting there not everything is coming like not all the sound is like in your face you feel like you're sitting in the middle of it and this is the same with the uh the light it it fills the room with light to give you a more immersive feel and the other thing with this um uh this phillips box is if you connect it to your Philips bridge you can then connect it to every other light in your room so the light in your ceiling the lamp on like your desk like any other like leds you have anywhere else you can link all of that together yeah so say like you're going into um like water you dive into the water the whole room will go blue yeah, but then it's cool. like as you get out of the water the front of your room might go green and the back of it is still blue as you come out of the water so it can be like a full room experience it depends how big your it, setup is um yeah
0: and mercy mm. and whitey says uh it also is good for reducing eye strain because obviously if you're looking at the screen in yeah. a dark room like i get that really bad where i get double vision and stuff because i've got dodgy eyeball
1: and uh, yeah Oh, I get But that I always say to you, that to you, like when when we put a film on and you turn all the lights off, and then I say to you, like you shouldn't have it pitch black with a bright TV because it is a lot of strain on your eyes. Um, but yeah, this this will reduce that because but I want to turn my
0: front get... room into a cinema.
1: Yeah, but cinemas aren't pitch black Why either. I even
2: put the sofas in rows. This would literally complement it. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite cool. I like, I like it. I think, I think the cost two hundred and twenty nine dollars too much, but yeah, or two hundred and thirty dollars. I think it's way too much, but the, the concept. But,
3: but then
0: cool.
1: again, people are buying them lights.
0: Have you seen them like little hexagon lights that go on? They yeah, the leaf. nano leaf,
1: But the... that's what I was just about to say when you cut me off oh, earlier, because uh, <laughs> I was going to say like with this kind of price, it may seem a lot, but people are buying nano leaves and yeah. they're buying like six, seven of them at a time. That's six. six that's that's something equivalent. like. Yeah, it, like a setup like How that, yeah, it's like £600 for I, like... I think
0: it's like £120 for three Leafs, but in order to have a decent wall-like thing, module, you need like eight or nine of them.
1: Yeah. Do
0: you, yeah, know, so what they are? Prob- Do you know what they are? They're probably about 50 yeah, yeah, quid Yeah,
2: I know what they are, yeah. Yeah, so they, they're probably they about 50 though. quid
1: each, and people might have like six or seven of them just above their monitor, and all it is is just lights. It's, it's just, yeah. just something to look nice. It's friend, like hanging up a picture. Friend or foe's got a question nine, nine for you, Nine for hundred
2: and sixty quid.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a lot,
0: man. I got mine a bit yeah. more expensive, I'd not... say, but it's still a lot for what mm. it is for some LED lights. Yeah, true. Um, and LEDs cost pennies, man. Uh, friend or foe says to you, Jan, what if you just sit up close to a forty-three inch monitor? Why do you need that that light in the background? It's not. If so I in so case I look, case need, I look up, say it's a
2: want. In
3: case I look
2: up.
0: Sorry, what would you say? In case I look up. In case I look up. What, you've got fish eyes. You only need to see all around. 180 Division. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. But the thing is, I did actually have a setup uh, in my living room because I had uh, a 60-inch TV and I had it mounted on the wall. And uh, when I watched films, I did have uh, like the spotlights on the ceiling. I just had those dimmed. Yeah. Um, But then at the minimum dim it was still too bright so what i did i bought led strips and then put them at the back of the tv and i just had them on white and so when we watched the film i'd turn the lights off and then i would turn those leds on so all it would do is light up the wall behind it I like subtly that. and that was a lot nicer no nah. then the leds on
0: your old tv we? and we threw in skip which i broke when we moved it or whatever yeah yeah I didn't break the TV just I think the strips. Yeah, you mash
1: up the strips when you pick the TV up. I didn't realize there was like...
0: stuck over the back of the TV everywhere.
1: You were like you don't need those, do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: Celio the in the chat says uh, anywhere that I did that I could get a custom mad computer desk. The thing is there are a few places you can buy a computer desks from dude, but they're never any really good because when you come to move them it's just a pain in the ass. Like into moving well, does he just
1: does he mean like a computer built into a desk or just oh, a gaming sure. desk? I'm not
0: sure. We'll put it in the, the thing you like. Put the question in, dude, or whatever it is, and we'll put it in for the end of the show. But... um They're actually... Go on. I was just going to say, yeah, with, um, with them lights, yeah, they are overpriced. It's not something that I'd really be that bothered in doing, to be fair. I'm not... It's, it's probably good for when you want your whole setup and you want to take photos of your setup and all that, but it's not something that I'm really... I've got an uh, ultra-wide monitor anyway, so it pretty much covers everything I need to see anyway. I need the extra set of eyes just to see it. The thing is,
1: you say that now because you don't have it, but if you went to someone's setup that had an Ambi light, you would probably be like, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I would be. It's cool, but but it doesn't mean I'm going to want it. No, but you probably Mm. would once you see it. It's like you're saying, like, with the LEDs on my TV, it's not something you would do. But then when I had it and I turned it on, everyone that saw it, because my whole setup was all remote control. So I had this tiny little remote control the size of like a matchbox and I could control uh, my lamp, my spotlights and my TV LEDs. So when people come around to watch a film, I put the TV on and then i press a button, all the lights would turn off, i press another button, LEDs would come on and everyone was like, man, that's well good. Yeah, but I'd be like, that's well good, but not $230 good. No, but it didn't cost me $230. Yeah, but I'm talking about this. Yeah, but the thing is, like, this is, like, next level. This is, like, out, taking it to the out. extreme.
2: There, there'll be someone, if they've not done it already, there'll be somebody that has sort of HDMI pass-through to do with the Like, That's because essentially all it's doing is taking the video feed and putting the predominant, the dominating colour on, on the lights. So yeah. there'll be somebody that's done it for way, way less. But yeah. it's just good to know that it's possible. But,
1: yeah, because the thing is, like I was saying, before this came out... People have been doing it for years with, like, Raspberry Pis. So, it can be done on a budget, but a lot of people think, I can't be asked for that. I'd rather just pay the money. And then, there you go. There's one for you. Just more catering to me. We could have got a video of this, just so everyone can see, like, the actual effect that it's doing. If you get a video, I'll put it up quickly. Celia was saying, a gaming
2: desk custom made. So, um... If you if you're looking for something custom made find a local carpenter they they number one you're supporting local business and number two they will make it exactly as you want it whatever size what curves whatever it's just a price though but... for
0: custom work like that um yeah there like i said uh cheers for that uh rate there it's much appreciated um like i said basically to have something custom made like that. There are ones you can buy that look really sleek. I know overclockers do like a whole range of them and they come all ready to put all your components in. You get metal ones, wooden ones, but it's just, it's, we nearly once, me and Jansen nearly did a, like, um, a music producer, high, high end, like guy. Um, and basically he wanted his whole studio setup done and he wanted it all in a desk and he wanted it all glass. Do you remember that Jans? Yeah. And, in the end it was like it's just not worth it like to move all the stuff around it's just way too much you're better off just having a well nice pc and then just moving that when you need to move it you know why have the desk or whatever unless it's unless you said like if it's a custom made to have the pc put in if it's a custom made just to have the pc put on then fair enough you can move that as a piece of furniture um mm. but um let's move on Jansen, i believe you've got another piece of um Uh, before we go into your next bit of thing we'll go back because i've got the picture ready now anyway um so we can go back what we wanted to talk about was uh one of our pcs so i'll get it up on screen so you can see it a little bit this isn't the best picture but um we've basically been doing a build it's been sponsored by alpha call so alpha call sent us all of their water cooling equipment and they were nice enough to send us like so many fittings like there's there's got to be a grounds worth of fittings there alone in it jance there's so many there just the pieces that you can see on the front of the graphics card you've got like one two three four five six pieces on each one of them and they're about 10 of each so it's like there's some serious money into the fittings in this pc and to be fair like it's not something every day you'd have we tried to go with having like double pipes Like, I don't know, can you all see it all right in that picture? Because I can't really go full screen because the cameras won't set up on that picture very well on the big screen. Um, As you can see, we've done our signature up. We've got the screen in there as well. So we've got, like, the temperature gauges down in the bottom. And this is the actual PC that I'm on right now streaming from. We use it as a stream PC and a gaming PC. It's got the 2080 in there. It's not a TI. It's a 2080 clocked at 2150 megahertz. I know in that picture it shows you it running at 300 because it's just idling. Um, And we can have the CPU at 5.1 on an i9-9900K. If anyone's got any questions or views on this PC, let us know what you think. Because it'd be good to get some feedback on what people think. I know a lot of you will probably be like, man, there's so much RGB in there, it looks crap. But the thing is, we went for that look of putting the craziest RGB. Uh, You've got Alpha Call's Easeball in there as well which I don't know, have you ever seen that, vegan, the ball? Pump and res no, combination? What is it? oh, so said, pump, it's, it's basically a pump and well. res, all in one. Comes all pre-made, and basically it's a sealed unit. It doesn't screw in half or anything, and it comes with like so many LEDs all built into it. Graphics card's the same. Uh, the RAM water cooler's the same. And you'll notice on this build, we've got a push-pull on the top rad and the back rad so in there there's like 10 fans like there's three fans on that you can see at the back and then there's three fans on the back of that rad that's a free length rad at the top we've got a double rad and then you've got two fans either side of it do you know about push pull you know about push pull because you're talking about in your pc wouldn't you done it back to front yeah. didn't you yeah
2: yeah
1: he had his so fans he had push push <laughs> or pull pull <laughs> i think he liked push no no i
0: but the other guy... Problems. I did it the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> you more of a pusher or a puller. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, like... What we've been doing is... This PC was only finished... What? Yesterday, the day before? You can see that... Like, from the top... Where the, the right... The, the right hand rad is... Um, and this is... People on the podcast... If you want to see the pictures... Um, there's lots of them on our Discord... And there'll be a lot of them on our Instagram as well. So check the Instagram app because that's where the pictures don't go up the page. So you can see them all the time. And basically, we wanted to go with a theme of having like pipes going in sync together. So on the front of the graphics card, you can see it splits into two and then it comes back into one to go into the card. Splits into two again, goes down into the reservoir and pump. Splits into two on the side, goes into the top of the rad. And then... It actually splits into two, but they go to different places. So one goes to the RAM, one goes to the CPU, um, and then they come back together for the next rad. And we wanted to try and do something that we've not been seen before. And like vegan, you seen anything like this before?
2: No, no. no it's quite unique. Quite like it. So it's, uh, it's very, very different to most waterballings. Uh, well, we 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 extreme
0: seen. PC UK, so we have to do something totally extreme. Um, mm. But I'll get up to the comments in the minute in the chat. But before I want to do that, one thing we are doing is we've got a Twitter poll. I don't know if... Can Jance or Vegan, can you link it into the chat for us? We've got a Twitter poll. Basically, for the last two days, we've been getting the community to name it. Now, whoever comes up with the best name, they would have been put into a Twitter poll. And we're now down to the last four names, and we have a Twitter poll running... I'll get one of these guys to try and put the poll in to the actual. Yeah, and there's, there's another picture if you go to the comments on that. Um, this will still be running for a whole week. So if you're listening on the podcast, you've got a whole week from the 28th um, to, to go and click on our poll. And you can pick the name. I think the four names we've got right now is... Click Heisen- on our poll. Click. <laughs> 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 You'd love someone to click on your poll, chance. No one wants to click on your poll. Anyway, so we've got the four shortlisted names at the moment. Is, uh Heisenberg, which if you've watched Breaking Bad, it's a bit like a meth lab. It's got the ball and it's got that. It looks a bit like a pharmacy in there. So we thought of the idea for Heisenberg uh, from Breaking Bad. Second name is just one that Janssen came up with, which is Prism. Um, I really like Prism. That's, that's probably my favourite at the moment. Um, originally... We was gonna go with Unicorn DNA, so that's in there as well. And uh, the community came up with the last name which was Kaleidoscope. So go to um the poll there that you see in the chat and please give us a vote on which name you think's best and whatever name gets picked, wherever we take this to a show, it'll be on a big board, it'll be on a big write up, and you can be like, Yeah, our name's that as well. So uh, that's a I little like, bit I
2: like unicorn DNA. You like,
0: you like unicorn DNA?
2: Yeah. Are you so taking a piece like... or
0: do you actually like it?
2: No, be serious. Yeah? That looks like... Yeah, that's that's what's calling your system.
1: Yeah. Unicorn DNA is going around that system right now. I think yeah. on the Twitter poll, it is a, a bit of a head-to-head um, on Prism and unicorn DNA. Really? really? Yeah. I
0: thought unicorn DNA would have been... Like the for people on the podcast, if you're not going to get to see this, it's we've put ultimate RGB, so you've got RGB um addressables on all the fans, which means every single LED can be controlled on a fan. There's like 18 LEDs on each fan. We've got inside wow. the ease ball, you've got LEDs all the way around it on the graphics card, RAM, and CPU, you've got LEDs all the way around it built in. On the edge of the casing, you've got um, LEDs all the way around it, and they're all on rainbow. So everything is just multicolored. It's continuously just changing crazy colors. Um, and that's why, originally, I actually designed this PC around – I don't know if any of you saw the last PC we did, which was um, Jansen's one, which was called um, Kryptonite. Kryptonite. And it was all green. Now, when I saw his one, and I saw the rainbow colors going off when it was empty – Janssen didn't like the rainbow colors, but I actually really liked it, and that's where I got the idea of these colors with with this sort of build um and I this, wanted to this get one in chat, sorry sorry, vegan is it this one in chat uh what is that the picture I think so yeah, let me have a look green, yeah, so that's that's kryptonite, and uh oh, if you can get a link that easily um link the one that i've actually put in the twitter if you can because that's the full-on that, front of the computer
2: that was the twitter one
0: uh yeah but the picture of the the other computer the newer one so this is kryptonite and it's all green uh if you're listening on the podcast again you'll see it all over our instagram so just go back and check it or you can just watch the um stream back because you can watch the stream back at any time on twitch just type up stream PC UK. And it will come up with all of our videos for the whole of the podcast so you can watch it in like film rather than listening to it. Uh, yeah, so that that PC is all green. But before before Janssen put the green fluid in, it all looked see-through and it was all rainbow-coloured. And it really looked nice. And that's where I got the sort of idea for it. Um, but then going back to the unicorn DNA or whatever it's going to be called, Prism or whatever. Um, yeah, just give your votes in and basically we'll go from there. And see what the name is. We'll reveal it on next week's pod because we will get the answers an hour before next week's pod what it's going to be called. And then Janssen will get his little arse in gear and he'll start designing, if it's a unicorn, uh, we nearly called it Unicorn Poo.
2: That would have been funny as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Interestingly, when you click on the images on Twitter, they actually do the similar effect of we were talking about with the Phillips Hue lights, the, the
1: edge of the... the I window. thought that. Really, when, when you yeah. opened that one of Kryptonite and the edge was green, I thought, yeah. I wonder if if it's done that because it's picked up the green in the picture. Yeah,
2: yeah if you do it on the the unicorn one, it goes purple. The most dominant. Um,
1: let's get into some uh, questions about
0: the computer. If anyone's got any questions about this computer right now, put them in. I'm going to start at the top. Uh, ends in the chat. Uh, where did I? I just saw your question and then, then uh, I lost it again. Are you going to try it with different coolant? So I specifically went with 1310 tubes, because we normally use 16 mil tubes, but we thought two of them would be so fat that it would block out everything in the background. Obviously, it's got an Asus Maximus Extreme 11 motherboard in there, which you want to show off as well. Uh, as you know, we work a lot with Asus, and we want to show off their motherboards. Um, and so we we decided we had to go with the see-through fluid, because if I put like white or black or red or whatever in there it would block out quite a lot of the background and with all them colors having it see through really really gives the effect of them pipes being like crystal and having all the colors reflecting around them so that's why we went with the color coolant um what do you think vegan anything that you change on it or
2: no i have a question though did you notice any difference with all the alpha cool stuff compared to a... So that again, That's you cut setup. out right at the end there. Did you notice any difference with all the alpha cool stuff um, in terms of benchmarking temperatures compared to... I don't the... know if I
0: could say so much about temperatures from the fittings and stuff like that and, uh, and all of the stuff. Maybe with the radiators and that, but to be fair, it's more like the size of the radiator that counts. And you've got to remember, temperatures in this machine, I've got like five five basically 120 mil rads in there and they've got push pull on all of them and you know for me i personally think it it's running at maximum calling so i'm playing uh, call of duty on max settings 100 frames solid on an ultra wide um monitor and this is getting to like 65 degrees max on the cpu which is an i9 which runs very hot so, a lot of people are up there in 70s, 75s whilst playing that game uh, on an i9 9900K. And my graphics card, that doesn't eat up at all. That's got to like 45 degrees, which is like ambient, just over the top of that. So, it runs at that when I switch the computer on and it doesn't get any warmer. And that's running like Call of Duty for an hour. And if any of you have played Call of Duty on max settings, that game. Heats up anything like that really cooks the computer, you know And We've had a few computers running on it and it's been hot on all of them. So uh, But yeah, if anyone wants to get into this uh, ends also says time to do some fan config um, I've basically in that computer I've got all of them synced up to the CPU temp I don't really care about the graphics card because that's got a chunk of copper on it like that So that's not going to get overheated but the CPU, when it gets to like, I think I've got it set to 45 degrees, it will go to a certain percentage. When it gets to 60 degrees, it will turn up to like halfway. The fans are still in silent mode at that point. And that's enough to keep it completely cool. And then I always have it where it gets to like 75, 80, and then they'll go on to max and they'll bring it down. Me and Jansen was talking about getting um, ser- some server, uh, like jet engine fans, and actually having them like a new thing that we do where we 3D print the housing and we put them on the outside at the back and it's like a jet ejection system. So if they did build up heat inside that, because that case has not got the best airflow, and if the heat did build up inside there, what it would do is it would get to like 85, 80 degrees. If it ever got to that, it would instantly, If it, I don't know if you, have you ever heard a server running in a server rack. It's like a massive hum where they're just like, woo, jet engines blowing the air through them. Um, and what this would do, it'd switch on at that temp and it would eject all the heat out of that machine, bringing the massive temperature drop, and then it would just carry on again. So that would come on every, like, time it'd heat up and cool down. But we haven't done that yet, and it hasn't needed any type of cooling, because it's super cool anyway. Um, but that was the idea, wasn't it, Jance?
1: Yeah. And it's still something we might be doing, um, because we've got the fans, they're just in storage at the moment yeah um it's quite funny tallow's just said can i
0: vote for mctubby tubberson and me and <laughs> no lie when we was doing the poll for the names because today we was like look we're gonna have to talk about the names um what four we're gonna pick and then we're Announced like it boaty mcboatface and uh tuby Mc "McTubby tubeson <laughs> Tubson. i thought mctubby tubson
2: no that doesn't make sense there's lots of tubes so it's McTubby tubeson
0: all oh, right
1: I just
2: thought he's
1: calling me fat. <laughs> it's like, but um, we were saying it earlier, weren't we? Because we yeah. were like, yeah, uh, boat him a boat face. Like they they put out the the poll to name the boat, and that came at the top. But then they, they didn't want to use it. So we were like, yeah, we're not going to be like that. Whatever is whatever gets picked is what we're going to use. Yeah. But then, at, like we were saying, like yeah, like some of the names we were coming up with that it could have been called like. Sparkly McLightface or something like that, <laughs> but but the thing is, like, yeah, if I, if I don't leave get it open, that Like it,
0: it could be anything. Like I gotta be honest, yeah. I said to Jansen when they did that boat, yeah, and there's a big unveiling in the name, and everyone can vote for it, and they came up with Boaty McBoatface, yeah. They should have stuck with it because enough, like sixty years time, when that boat's still on the floating around, yeah. And people are like, "Why has it got that stupid name? There'd be such a good history behind it." Yeah, back in the yeah. day of the millennials, there was a load of tossers, loads of them. There was lots of <laughs> lots of vegans um, <laughs> and extinction rebellions <laughs> that are drinking out of plastic water bottles and driving fifty miles to the event. Not naming anyone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> his face, <laughs> his face
0: is saying it all. Are, Did you drink out of a plastic bottle?
3: No.
0: Did you drive a car I there? Know, I
2: t- uh,
0: no, I cycled. Yeah, of course you did.
2: <laughs> I did,
1: seriously.
0: <laughs> but like, I forgot what I was even talking about. I just focused on griefing vegan. And then now i talking lost about
1: Boaty history.
0: Yeah, it would, look, it would look good back at the history, wouldn't it? And be like, look, how did this get to Boaty McBoatface? And then they're like, yeah, loads of people voted for it. It went crazy. Everybody just thought we would vote for the worst name. Um, And Janssen was telling me a story of a guy at um, JD Sports who they'd done a model thing and they were doing a shoot for a model. Like Whoever does the best pose or the best picture will get on their next advertising campaign. And he said they had some ugly little dude with like bowl haircut who was completely weird and he won it. And they actually said to him, look, you've won it, but we're not going to put you in there because we don't think you're right for the position how can you win that and then they just say to you like you're not you're not, you're not doing it yeah
2: that's terrible yeah,
0: yeah. it's
1: like and, uh, but the thing is it's like why put the competition out there if you're not gonna pick the winner the overall winner it's stupid it's we, like if we haven't you, waited till if... next Saturday, next thursday yet though have we yeah <laughs> but the thing is it's like if you leave it open like they like what we've done we've got like, we put it out there, like, pick a name. Everyone put a name. And then we've whittled it down to the ones that seem most popular. And we're like, here's four. Yeah. Pick what one you think is best. But these other companies, they've left it open-ended. So they're like, look, anyone can do anything. So, obviously, the idiots are going to put in stupid stuff. And then people are going to get on that and think, oh, that's well funny. That would be well And funny, then go along they? with it. Yeah, it's exactly like uh, The other one that I remember was uh, Nokia. And they were like, "We uh, we want a new ringtone," and like all these people are like playing like little piano tunes that lasted like five seconds and everything. Some guy came on and just went da 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 da, and that got to number one. And everyone was voting for it. And it's like he obviously just did that through a cheap yeah. microphone just for a laugh. But everyone's like, "That's well funny." Everyone started voting for it, and then they were like, "No, we're not going to use it."
0: Yeah, but the thing is we're low level businessmen and why do we think of this stuff but these big companies just they don't think of the stupid things that can happen how how can things go wrong yeah yeah so we picked four names that we don't mind having so uh yeah and uh has just put in a chat saying that prism is currently 46 percent which is my favorite heisenberg is 13 percent i thought heisenberg would have been the one that was the winner there i thought everybody would have gone for heisenberg uh unicorn dna is at 21 percent and kaleidoscopes at 21 percent so Prism's 27 looking...
2: 27 now. Oh, is it? Uh, Say, so which Unicorns one's at Unicorns at 27. Unicorns at 27 in second place. Prism's at first place at 2%. Kaleidoscopes at 19%. Heisenberg's at 12%. Nice.
1: Nice. Yeah, I, I like Prism, because I think Prism represents, like, every part of it, because, like, the parts on it are, like, crystal, and the lights are full spectrum, so it the name fits both the light and like the components. But we did have a lot of blo- other names. The blocks
2: are very prism-like, aren't they? The blocks themselves.
0: Yeah. We did have a lot yeah. of other names as well. Like um, I'll just say off the top of my head, which some of them were. Um, I know uh, Grey came up with Octopus. Very original Grey, <laughs> if you're listening. And I want to say happy Thanksgiving to all the Americans out there. Hope you have a good, a good night and day. Have a nice feast. Um, it's and probably that's over like... by now. That's why Grey's not here today. Uh, um, have a great day. <laughs> Hi, I'm great Gamer 25. Sorry I couldn't be with you today. I was at Thanksgiving, and I had lots of nice food. <laughs> lots
2: of food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I He's turned into Hanky the Christmas <laughs> <laughs> food.
1: Yeah. Hello,
3: Gamer 25. <gasps>
1: That'd uh, be Brown Gamer 25. <laughs> It'll be
0: Brown Hanky coming Game out later on after he's eating bad. all that food. Man. Right, let's move on anyway. Um, Glutsy said that it looks like a disco ball, so it'd be good to call it a disco. Um, a few people said disco. What other names can you remember what people put in?
1: Um, I don't know, because there were some quite bad ones. That's why... I, I
0: you really said Rainbow
1: it. Machine. Uh, I said Rainbow Factory. Rainbow Factory. Yeah, but I put fair. that in because there there That's was a, a lot of name. like there was a lot of silly ones, so I thought, well oh, I'll just chuck that in then. So what other silly ones can you remember? I like I like talking about the names, it's quite funny. Oh, I can't remember now, because it's been going on for a while now. Hmm. Hmm.
3: hmm. Um. Right.
0: Um we haven't even got out the news section. Right, so anyway, yeah. go and vote for the computer people. Um check it out, uh and basically we're going to have to move on because we've got so much to talk about and we're going to be here forever. Um, Janssen, if you want to carry on with your news, dude.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, my news is only a uh, little quick snippet. Um, and it's something I I heard uh, about two days ago because uh, I try and keep up with uh, Cyberpunk 2077 because um, they're always putting out new things that they're adding to the game, different like actors that are getting involved and stuff like that. And the latest thing I saw was that they are going to have sex scenes in the game and they've actually used motion capture to make the scenes as realistic as possible. And what they're saying as well is um, like the game is played in third person, but the cut scenes are played in uh, first person to make it more immersive. So these sex scenes are going to be in a first person, is it an eighteen game? Uh, probably,
0: because I thought ratings
1: were. It's only an eighteen if it's got blood, gore, and violence. Yeah, so there's, yeah, there's certain things that have to be in there for it to be an eighteen. But like with the sex scene, it all depends on how much you see. Like, are you gonna see like the woman like fully nude? Yeah. So you're obviously not gonna see the guy because it's a first person perspective, but then. You're going to be looking at this woman in front of you, so it all depends on how much they show or how much they cover. Uh, but they're, they're trying to make it um, like realistic, so I'd yeah. imagine it. Well, would Liquid be said, uh,
0: "Question is, can can we do VR in this?"
1: That might be the point where you pick up your headset and you actually put it on just for that scene. It's a bit like um, <laughs> when you play something like Battlefield, and you're like on keyboard and mouse and then you get in a jeep and then you quickly like fumble around to get your controller to control now that's grand theft uh, auto the man
0: grand theft yeah. auto using mouse and keyboard you're killing everyone because it's easy to shoot with them and then you're like quick jump in the car pick up your controller start driving yeah it might yeah. be so the so same so what you're like saying
2: this. is so what you're saying is when you're playing playing this game you'll be playing and then all of a sudden it'll get to this sex scene and you'll be fumbling around for your joystick <laughs> basically yes <laughs> His
0: little
1: joy pad, joystick pad thing. Joypad. Joy Joypad. <laughs> joy pad. Well, <laughs> Nick, Nick Nick will be fumbling around for his little analog stick. <laughs> Come on, at least give me some digital, man.
2: At least analog's
1: real. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's yeah. my news. It was confirmed by news. them
2: themselves.
0: Right. So, that was your news. Vegan... Uh what are you talking about? Have you got any more news or are we all done for the games? Yeah.
2: Yeah no I've got one more bit of news. Um Is it about bacon? No, Beacon. <laughs> um it's very very close. Uh Beacon. is the wearable. I've just sent you the video. But that's um, why I was
1: thinking a vegan has got news about bacon. Oh, yeah. Vegan bacon.
2: Yeah, maybe I should uh, check that in. Maybe I should tell you about the latest. The thing
0: is I can't take that link from there. You're gonna have to paste it. Into the uh, thingy because I'll turn the cameras okay. off. If I click oh
2: yeah, it. yeah. Okay, one second then. Um, there you go. Oh no, wrong one. Ignore Decon that.
0: Beacon wearable. I've never even heard of this thing. Whatever it is.
2: So I heard about this thing a while back. Um, there you go. Okay. And um, and it was. It I thought this is interesting. This could be good for some FPS games or something, and being able to to lean with with this bit of kit and essentially what it is is a bit of kit that you you it connects via bluetooth i think um and they crowdfunded it it was successful um and it's now available but it's essentially a bit of kit that you strap onto your foot um and you use your foot to lean left right forward back and you can map it to anything you want and essentially you can it's so just an how, extra peripheral but so, so how responsive is that though like
0: it's It's like you can use it in games. It'd be good for me when I haven't got that many keys. So say I want to jump, I just lift my foot up.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like flying a helicopter. It's got like really, really low latency. It's super quick. Um, And yeah, it's just this. I saw it it a while back and I've been following it since. Um, And now it's available. And how much is it? That, that, That
1: seems weird to me. Yeah, Like a guy's flicking his foot to reload his gun. It's like yeah. it's an unnatural, like, thing to do. Like, no, but you I, can I use know. it for other
2: things. Obviously, that's just an...
1: The... Yeah, so I, I can imagine, but... like, if you're playing a car game and you've got one on each foot and one's doing your accelerator, one's doing your brake kind of thing. But, like, I, I, don't know, I don't know if I'd like that if I'm, like, playing a game, I'm playing, like, Call of Duty or something and then I nod my head and it reloads the gun and I, like twitch my shoulder and it like changes weapon but I think it's more of a themed sort of like the way they've done it is imagine you in a car
0: game and you want to use the throttle so you can tilt your foot up and down but that's what I just said did you no you the follow one I'm going to say too so like (laughs) (laughs) nice save tell me (laughs) the next bit is what I'm going to say um so like if you was using a a steering wheel and that am I still saying the same thing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but if you're using a steering wheel, things like that, it's like I would hate to have a steering wheel and they know you use it when I'm driving a car, but with this you can use it as well as driving a car to reload your gun and do other things with as well. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to though. No, you wouldn't, wouldn't want to
1: like twitch your foot to reload your gun.
0: But yeah, but for me, you've got I, to understand I'm left handed. I don't have as many buttons around my fingers as you. So I find yeah, well, it hard. Well, like call that's of why duty. You a controller Oh mav I nearly told you to. <laughs> <laughs> essentially, see, it's see,
2: essentially yeah, it's see, To the Wii controllers, because
0: essentially
1: a yeah, yeah.
2: right? Yeah. Um So, and that, what I initially got me interested was thinking, well, in Rainbow Six Siege, for example, which we'll be talking about later, but um like you do a lot of leaning around corners and peaking corners. So, if I can just do that yeah. rather than doing it on my mouse or on the keyboard, like, if I can just um, do that with a little flick of the
0: foot. Yeah, really, just really quickly, uh, I just wanna say uh thanks to QXYAYY for um sending a donation <laughs> in. Uh, but yeah, it just said you lot couldn't hear the message your end, but it said Lighty McLightbox for <laughs> yes. uh that was that's a good name, Lighty McLightbox. That would have been in there if we had the chance. But yeah, cheers for that. Um Yeah, like you're saying, um I was just saying before I got cut off, for me, I don't have enough keyboard uh, buttons, so say I play Call of Duty. I have up, down, left, and right. My right control is to jump. My zero is to run for that little bit of boost. And then I have the delete key to open a door. Now, if I want grenade or anything like that, I have to use the keys which are quite close together. Like up where the page up and page down is. And quite often, I'll be playing and i try and peek out. And I'll press a different button and catch my finger on it. With this, I could have one on one foot, one on the other foot. And instead of me having to take my hands off because it's quite it's like two inch distance for me to move. So to go from the, the up, down, left and right to them buttons, I could just lift my foot up and peek out or I could lift my foot up and throw a grenade.
1: I wouldn't mind yeah, that. You know, you know what's going to happen, though. It's like when accident, you get shot or foot. someone jumps <laughs> out, you're all panicking, you're a bit like jittery. So what's going to happen is that like all of a sudden someone starts shooting at you, you're going to panic, you're going to flick your feet, you're going to start throwing grenades and leaning sideways <laughs> and it's not going to be very good. It's like no, you're it's going to be running away, there, right? leaning to the left ninety degrees, whilst throwing grenades. Yeah, but maybe you just do
0: that something. Sounds pretty
2: badass, if you ask me. Yeah, but
0: you just... <laughs> maybe you just do something different to what you don't do. Like I sit here, I don't flick my elbow every five minutes. But what I could do is put it around my elbow, and then I just flick that, and that's your grenade. Left elbow, open the door.
2: What you can also do with it as well is so you you can't you don't just have to have one like command for the one let's say if you lean your foot to the left it doesn't just be one command you could program i can't remember how many levels maybe it's as many as you can squeeze in but you can have it so the more you lean the more it does along a list of commands so you could you could do a whole combo on one so what you're saying is
0: i could sneeze i throw a grenade open the door shoot my mate next to me take off my hat lay down teabag someone all with one flick of the wrist
2: and activate your rear monitor lighting for the ambiance. yeah (laughs)
1: Nice,
2: <laughs> all all in one flick of the foot.
1: <laughs> See, but like Amazing. Mystic Dude is saying that he's got like a, a foot pedal set up, and he can use that for COD. So he can basically like, yeah, <laughs> he, he can like um, program buttons to those pedals. But yeah, it's the same thing. I suppose it's no, no, like it's not any any kind of peripheral that you've got, you can then uh, bind those buttons, those commands to those buttons and have it as extras no, but for it's that not the game same. because the thing you're
0: talking about here is wrapped around your foot so it's going to go off as soon as you move but if yeah. you've got a pedal you're only going to press it when you need it so yeah
2: but you can also set the sensitivity as well so if you move your feet a lot you can set it so you like you have to really distinctively lean it you know? i reckon
0: it'd be better off so... getting like them guitar pedals and just having a whole row of them under the table i can just press the ones i want on usb yeah
2: well, yeah. Well, I mean, what does chat think? It's an intri- I think it's an interesting content. Are you um, going to get it? Uh, possibly. Yeah, I was talking about getting like a sponsorship um. from. I haven't spoke to them recently though because I was only I'd only just started streaming back then. Yeah, the guy put the phone so... down. and twitched his arm.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how many
0: do you yeah. get in a pack? Do you just get one? Yeah, you, uh, you, one is all you need. No, it's not. I need four. I need one I need three up my left arm and three up my right arm. One on each shoulder. One on each shoulder. It's just like
1: He's he's like body popping. I'm doing the snake whilst I'm playing. He's like I don't need a keyboard and mouse anymore. He starts doing the electric slide. How many people this is. Funky Arif has put in there, it's like being neo. So it is it's like you'll be walking around and then your feet are twitching, you're like leaning backwards, the bullets are like flying over the top of you. Man,
0: how many people are going to try and do, like, right, I'm going to do a playthrough using just these things? Because there's always yeah. crazy ones out there. I don't know if you've seen these, Vegan. Have you seen the guy that played, um... He played, what was that game where you die all the time? Dark Souls.
2: Dark Souls. Without oh, dying. Yeah, guitar, control, guitar Hero controller.
0: Only, no, only using bananas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had them linked up somehow, so when he touches the banana, it does something. Yeah. And he played the whole game. Another, one, another guy played a game of a frying pan. Like, brilliant it's like it. it's crazy so there will be people to bananas play... are vegan yeah man <laughs> you try playing with yeah, them bananas do you know what once you've got one in each hand and one in each foot where are you going to play the next one from there's only one place <laughs>
2: <laughs> you eat it hom <laughs> nom nom, nom.
0: <laughs> man right Together. so not for me not for me
2: next. maybe for me I like the concept
0: he likes the concept that never works properly
1: but the thing is, as well, it's like you think, oh, um, you type AFK and it's like you go to the toilet. You forget you've got these things on your feet. You walk to the toilet, you come back, you've got like 20 kills and you think, oh, hell, like, hell. <laughs> Jan, you talking about I you, did, mate? That you was better with this thing better, than your controller? I did better controller? walking to the toilet and back again than I did like playing properly. Yeah. Uh, um. Mystic Dude in chat said
0: uh, this would be very useful for people who need accessibility options due to physical restrictions um yes. i can see many uses of it not just in games yet yeah, now things like that that's fair enough that's totally different yeah. cat of the fish um yeah. like for people like that say you had like um like half an arm missing or something you can use that as a controller and it's done by up down left and
1: right where where your arms or if, to, if you've so. got if you've got no arms and you only use your feet yeah, yeah. then it's like it's you a, have one lots on each of applications for it. yeah
2: you can put one on your hat as well i guess you can put it on the thing on your hat jansen and can't you've know, got something hand. in there already What, in my hat? In your forehead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) right, let's move on. Um, We'll see where that goes. We'll see when you get it vegan, and we'll see if it turns into like a steam controller that's selling for a pound a year later. (laughs) And then you get mugs like Jansen that still buy it, even though he knows that it wasn't worth it because it was a pound. Well, I don't know that yet until I get it. But why do you think it's selling for a pound? It's not selling for a pound because it was amazing.
2: Because it's a Black Friday sale. No one wants it. it.
0: Yeah, it's like their Steam streaming box. Do you remember that streaming box? That was for yeah. pound as well. And I ordered that, and then I couldn't even stream it from here to downstairs.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, it they became obsolete. That's the whole thing, is that uh, smart TVs could do what those boxes could do. Better so at that point, box. No, one, no one needed it. So that's why they sold it, because they're um, like, well, I don't need it anymore. Mystics... But the controllers, they've stopped uh, production of the controllers, because they're obviously not selling enough it doesn't mean it's bad it just means that yes, it it's does. not profitable for them yeah but it it might be that if people buy a controller they will go and buy an xbox controller so they've monopolized the market for anyone PC in chat got a, a steam controller So steam can't keep up with it so they're not making money it doesn't mean that their product's bad it's like it Mystic just means they just, that that said they've just
0: sold out of them by the way
1: dude they sell out if you check again in an hour they would have put more on Yeah, that happened to me. I'd look; it said sold out. Uh, The next day, I'd look again, and they were back again. So I bought one. They got old Gary out there in the warehouse, going, "Should get some more out here, you bastard."
0: He's out there with his little pallet truck.
1: (laughs) It's like, how many we got left? Fifty million. Yeah, we only got fourteen million. (laughs) Sell them for a pound. (laughs) We make some Um, money. One thing, though, if you do buy them, the uh, postage is about seven quid. So altogether, it's going to cost you about £11.40. Wow, definitely wouldn't get it. Man City's just put in there.
0: But I use one of these quid. for Rocket League. It's, a four...
1: it's a 40 quid controller. No, it's not.
2: Yeah. No,
0: it's
1: and not. It's still
2: cheaper than an Xbox controller.
1: Yeah. But what what do you mean, no, it's not? It's not a
0: 40 quid controller. 40 quid is what they tried to price it at, and no bastard bought one. And now it's a pound controller.
1: Exactly. It's not. It's five. It's five pound. Five pound controller. they're trying to get rid of it. But it's still a forty pound controller. It's only worth what you paid for it. You paid a fiver for it. Yeah, but that's because it's on sale. It ain't on sale.
0: It's on rejection. They're trying to get it rid of. It. It's a. <laughs> it's a raggy doll. It's in the crap box. It's been sent in the rubbish. Let's get rid of it's, these to all the
1: idiots it, out there that want to buy one. It's like I said to you before. They're selling it to the wrong market. They're like steam is pc based and they're trying to sell pc gamers a controller which is what they don't Mm. use everyone's on keyboard and mouse so no one's going to buy a steam controller so at the end of the day they bought they made loads of them and they didn't sell any it doesn't mean it's bad it just means no one wants it so now they've got surplus stock that's making them no money so they sell it cheap to get rid of them all and get some money back so that's it True story. I'll tell you like when I get it and I use it, I'll well, let you know if. I said straight it.
0: away. Um, do you know anyone that uses them? No, the only person I know that uses it is Man City's in the chat, and he says he quite likes it. But then, yeah, so he's saying it's not crap. Yeah, but I don't believe him. <laughs>
1: it's, it's just your opinion, and you've uh, never used one.
0: Regan, you wait for this controller to turn up. We'll plug it in and jounce, will be like, that thing's crap.
1: Yeah, but once I've used it, then I can say whether it's crap or not. You're just making the assumption, like... It's not an assumption. ...based on nothing.
0: No, it is based on something. It's based on that they're going for five quid because no one bought them
1: because they wasn't that good. Yeah, but is that the reason why they didn't sell? But why else didn't they sell? Because no one wants one. Yeah, why does no one want one, Jance? Because they use keyboard and mouse. Because they're crap. No, because Uh, they don't need it. you're trying it... to sell someone something that they don't need doesn't mean it's bad does <laughs> it's like you you could get north face puffer jackets and go to jamaica and try and sell them to people on the beach doesn't mean it's a crap jacket it just means that no one's going to buy one because no one needs a puffer jacket on the beach it's the wrong market yeah i agree Nah,
0: no, i would agree I reckon it's just crap. And when he gets it, he's going to play with it and he's going to be like, this
1: controller's crap. This is what, it probably won't even work. Yeah, but the thing is, there is that chance that I might use it and it's crap. But I'm not going to make that assumption until I've tried it. Origin Unknown in chat um, um... says he prefers the Xbox controller. Um, and yeah,
0: exactly. I do as well. And my controller was a wireless Xbox One controller and it cost me 50 quid. And the reason why it cost me 50 quid is because it was good. And everyone bought them and then everyone knew that they were 50 quid, and they paid that 50 quid because they knew they was
1: good. Yeah, well, the thing is, it's like everyone one knows Xbox, and they know the controllers work, and then they bought them. But the thing is, it's like I use a PlayStation controller on my PC <laughs> because City's I prefer a PlayStation controller over an Xbox so he, controller. Even Man City's against you. He says, I reckon they would buy the puffer jackets, to be fair. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Oh, imagine out. going to the bank for that business loan so what are you selling puffer jackets oh nice where are you selling them on the beach in Jamaica <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> right let's move on we haven't even got into the game section we're nearly at two hours dudes and we haven't even got into the games letting on the questions um, crack on crack on <laughs> um, the game I want to talk about so we get into the gaming section and we've got loads of questions this week as well um, the game I want to talk about is uh, scum now I believe that you've been playing this as well vegan before. Yeah yeah. You you
2: really like it. It's a great game. Give me your it's, view it's on what... it
0: before I talk about what I'm going to talk about.
2: Okay, well I haven't played it for a, a couple of months. When I first played it it was fun. It worked and it was it felt like what Daisy should have been. Yeah. Um so sorry Daisy um <laughs> it felt it felt like what that should have been um and that's not crapping on DayZ because DayZ is a really good don't game don't keep now. saying that it's a really good game now um but yeah no it's fun it was the, the graphics were nice the views scenery was lovely just it was quite easy and also I played it as a vegan so I thought I wonder if I could play it as a vegan and just eat vegetables and plants and survive, and you can, which is quite a nice, nice touch. Yeah, it's funny because we've got a question
0: Is, is for you. Is later, the right?
1: health of your character changed if you play as a vegan? Is he always weak and farting?
2: No, no, he's pretty strong, but he has a B12 deficiency, so you have to you have to make sure you're eating lots of vegetable stuff and getting vitamins. supplements. you have to have iron but, yeah, tablets? Green most of the time. All the health points are green most of the time, which is brilliant. But right, I, I was following this game for. Good couple of years before it was out. It's, really? Um, yeah, I've been keeping an eye on it for a See, long time.
0: When this first came out, I really wanted to get into it because I, I absolutely love DayZ. I've played like hundreds of hours in DayZ and I loved it the fact that it was the first game that was open world, but it was literally open world. You just wandered about in woods and oh, there's a village over there, I'll go and have a look. And it took me a very long time in DayZ to get bored of just that openness not seeing someone for like two or three hours. And then when you do see them, you really, really don't want to waste your time. So you take it seriously and you play the game properly. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously in Scum, it's a similar sort of thing, but you've got these robots. You've got like the whole health thing. They've got a really in-depth health where you've got to have all of your levels right. Um, I went back to this uh last week and I played with about four people in the community. And I have to say... The way the trailer shows it off and the way you play it isn't really in sync. I sort of felt like I didn't really know what to do or where to go. And I had people to play with as well. So it was like four of us looking around, collecting gear. But I didn't really know what I was supposed to do next in that situation. Like, I I'd, I, I'd, I I'd I love, I'd love I'd got all my gear really high. So I had some really good guns. I had a lot of stuff like that. Um... And then we went into this little village and there was a guy there started fighting us. We tried to fight him, but I didn't really know who I'm supposed to be shooting at. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It seemed very easy to get the weapons and stuff like that. It wasn't much of a, a look around or a fight or anything to get it. It was, And I don't know if this game's got a lot of people that it's all about just going and getting a team and killing other people more than anything else. I thought it was base building and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, no, the you've got um, basic base building at the moment, and base building's coming in the future. But what they're doing, like, it's it's very much like DayZ. It's play. You can team up with friends and just go and kill people. You can just try and survive and like make some little bases here and there, storing stuff so you, no matter where you are, you've got supplies. Um, so it's the it's, same basis: literally... build a base and then
0: stock up, ready for a war.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, already. Yeah, already for ready to go out and help people. Ready for or no, I don't help. It's people. whatever you choose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just. Do you know what? I got really excited about for it. I was watching a few streamers playing it, and I got really excited for it, and I really wanted it. And then when it went on a sale, I mm-hmm. thought I'm going to grab that up right now. And to be fair, I just felt like I was just running around. There was not. I didn't really get get into it. If you know what I mean. And for, you know when you yeah. got that sort of feeling where for a couple of days you want to buy a game and you think, oh, when I get paid next or whatever, that's the game I'm going to buy. I'm going to get on that and I'm going to start playing it. Get right stuck in. And it just felt like I played it for a few hours and I just didn't really feel entertained by it. I get much more entertainment out of watching people play Tarkov at the moment, which I've not played either. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even uh, Original unknown says it's massively underrated game. Um, So, like, Am I missing something, or what?
2: It's just... Because it's... Like it's, it's <laughs> that's The best I can say is you can it's what you make of it. So Do you know what we made of it? Man City's looking... in chat.
0: And he's basically... Sorry to cut you off. Uh He's basically saying that I beat him up as a teammate. What actually happened was, yeah, I pressed the wrong button and I punched him by accident and then he shot me. So I killed him. <laughs> I punched him to death. Then he spawned on the other side of the map, got the ump and rage quit. <laughs> and I took his sniper rifle as well to wave I mean, it in. Seems
2: seems pretty fair,
1: you know. So, um, scum. But this it's this game more like survival then.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it's, I found it very easy it to survive. That's of, the yeah. point I'm getting at. Like, it, it seemed very easy just to survive. I was finding food. I was finding weapons. I was finding big bags to put my stuff in. Um, yeah, but did
1: you get to the point where you were like in a mech? No, you don't go in mechs. So why are they mechs in it then? That's the thing, oh, no, they they're, just they're walk like, around like they're... airfields and you try and rob the
0: airfield and then they try and shoot you. Oh, right.
2: Yeah, they're, they're protecting high, high-end high loot, so yeah, it's essentially, the, it's, it's so you can't just run and get the best loot really easily. Yeah. You've got a bit of a task to, to overcome before you get some decent gear.
0: Yeah, I, I think if there was a more of a chain of things to do in there, it would be a bit more entertaining like oh we can go over there and do that mission like if you've played like wasteland yeah wasteland uh in armor 3 like you can go and there's missions over there there's missions over there there's missions over there it's a similar sort of thing surviving but you're going and doing missions at the same time like this yeah yeah. you can kill people Um, i suppose one thing i haven't mentioned is you do get a score for being alive and you get a score table for how many people you kill and stuff like that I didn't it's kill fame, anyone in the whole time, so
2: maybe that is where I'm missing the trick. But you also get it... You don't just get it for killing people. You get it for surviving, for crafting. Yeah. But it, you get it for and, everything you're doing in And then the there's game. a leaderboard in that server.
0: Mate, yeah, mate do you know what? To be fair, maybe it's because I wasn't taking it too seriously and we were just messing around, a few of us on there. Maybe that was my issue. If I played it with Like You Vegan you would literally, we'd go around, sneak around, shoot people, level up like you play Tarkov, you know, proper yeah yeah, maybe that's what I need to do, maybe I'll go back to it you've
2: you've sort of uh, twisted my arm, I might try that again
3: <laughs> Yeah,
2: and not only that there's no other game I know of stand on the edge of a dam and take a dump,
1: yeah because you can, you can poo everywhere can't you
2: that's but the only to. thing but that I to. heard
1: about this game it came out and everyone was talking about how you do a poo in the game. Yeah. And if you don't do a poo, like you might be in the middle of a fight with someone yeah. and then you stop fighting to squat and do a poo. Yeah.
3: But maybe you only yeah, heard you that, Jack, keep that, because,
1: because that's what he was interested in. <laughs> they <laughs> should have called it scat rather than scum.
0: <laughs> yeah, see um Original Unknown says uh that that he thinks basically uh it's who you play with that makes the game and I think that might be true because i was playing with comic uh two other guys and we were just pissing about and then oh it's man city i punched him to death um and then we ran around got shot and then i left so man nice of you maybe i have to try it with you vegan we have to have a vegan match see how we get on (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah be good but that is scum um check it out it is a good if you like daisy you will like that game um I think also as well, do you know what one of the other things is? Is it sort of a game that was, when DayZ came out, if that came out then, that would have been absolutely massive because I think they'd done a much better job than DayZ. And when DayZ came out, it was a new thing. It was an exciting new Mm. thing. Even though it was so basic, you made the game yourself. There was a lot of people saying at the time, that's not a game. They've given you a map, they've given you food and guns and then you're making your own game. There's been no editing or gameplay put into it. You're making it up as you go. And I think this... is, would have been brilliant at that time.
2: Yeah, well, not only that, are you talking about Daisy Standalone or the original? They, no, Daisy, Daisy Standalone had... I'm talking about. Not the
3: original yeah, yeah, way you so got push re-
2: bikes and that. Yeah, no, they released that way too early. That's why they, they released the game way before it, it should be released. Yeah, take all the zombies out because it was
0: making you get 20 frames in towns and there's all sorts of problems with it, you know? Yeah. Um, Man City says the game scum still feels very early to him. Um, he said he struggled to get on the cervix. The graphics seemed poor.
2: I thought the graphics were alright on there. It's still very early. Yeah, I definitely agree. But um, but it's it's a solid game. Like it's it, it's a progress, isn't it? How yeah, and how it plays for an early access game is brilliant.
0: Yeah. Right. Let's move on. That was scum. Um, check it out. Uh, I got it on a sale. I'm not sure how much it is right at the moment. It's around twenty quid. That game in it. I think. Let me have a look. I think it's around twenty quid, but I got it in a sale for about thirteen. I think, um, so I, I didn't uh, want. That's
2: thirty three percent off at the moment, and it is thirteen pounds and five p. Yeah, so that's how much I got is that it for. on Steam. Yeah, on Steam. Yeah,
0: but you can normally find them on some other sites and stuff uh, cheap all round. Um, so check it out. Right, let's move on. Uh, Man City. You'll be happy to know uh, we're about to talk about Age of Empires Four and uh, Jansen's because we haven't got the game, obviously. So we just wanted to talk about it for you because uh, Man City is something he's been texting in that he really wants to see. Um, so take it away, Jance. What do you think about it? Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Next. <laughs> the end. <laughs> yeah, so, so what I differences like that are Man
1: there? Uh, yeah, so basically, like, this this game is huge. Like, this is what uh, Age of Empire fans have been waiting for for years. So I think the the last... Age of Empires game came out thirteen years ago or around about that time. And um they they've been working on this game for quite a while now and it's building up quite a lot of hype and they've they've got a few trailers out there, but they're more like teaser trailers. Um but yeah, it's getting a lot of people excited about it. And basically the the way they're saying that they're doing this game is they're starting from scratch so uh, everything's going to be new, but it's not going to be so new that it won't feel like the original games. So they're taking the um, the basis of Age of Empires 2, which was the best one in the um, in the franchise, and they're basing it on that. But they're taking parts from everything and putting it into it as well. So you're going to have the platform of the best game with elements from all the other games, plus new stuff. And, like, uh, it, it's just going to be on such a larger scale as well. So they're saying that the like, empires you... that they're going to be using... Do you mean are the maps from... as well? Yeah. So it's... Um, like, as you went through the different Age of Empires, they were all set in different times and different parts of the world. But with this one, I think what they're going to do is cover everything. So, so like whole world in one map, uh, n- not in one map, but it's basically like when you can pick your um, the empire that you want to be, there's going to be empires from all over the world. So, as before, you may have had six to choose from, this time you might have 20 to choose from. All oh, right, so it's and more then, gameplay, yeah. So, each each empire as well. Uh, they all have their pros and cons. They all have their different weapons. They all have their different strategies. And so, but you're going to have more choice of what you can pick when you go into battle. And another thing that they're doing as well is in the original games, you build a a town centre and you build like the town hall, and then you build outwards from that town hall and you build your um like your uh, walls around it and that, that would be your little village. But what they're doing now is they're saying that you can build multiple town halls. So you could have a village here, a village there, a village there. Then you can turn it into a city. So rather than you having your little bit in the corner against someone else in in their corner, and then you fight, you can actually build something that's quite big. So then you're not just a village versus village. You're a city versus a city. So these battles could potentially be like epic battles
0: all right Um, Um,
1: and yeah go on i was just gonna
0: say me and man city because he wants to talk about this because we actually played it must have been six months ago i think it was age of empires 2 i believe um put in the chat if i'm wrong and he said to me for weeks we were talking about because we always like to play uh civilization colonization all them sorts of like turn-based and real-time strategy games together because um, that's the kind of games that I like really playing and Man City's the same and he's saying to me for ages like look let's get on um, let's get on Age of Empires and I'll whip your ass and I'm like alright then bring it on and we were talking about it for ages and then so we get on there yeah. and you know you start off with like one king guy and then you have yeah. like a couple of little settlers so I literally jump on he's all hyped man to have a proper battle build it all up and everything I literally like jump on that night we get on the game instantly as soon as i get into game i get my king guy i go straight to his base start attacking his king guy and the game <laughs> just ends <laughs>
1: yeah and he's like what are you doing he's, i really <laughs> wanted to play this and you've really let me down i really wanted to play it yeah. and i'm like i did play it with you but the thing is like in a game like that that would be classed as like cheesing because Cheezing? yeah because the thing is it's like to play the game properly um you've got to build up a little village that when you go into battle you've got like a bit of a battle going on like no, there's believe... nothing stopping you, can do you. anything like, yeah no but that's what i'm saying like uh, tactically you could do whatever you want whilst he's there building houses you could send one guy in and he just goes around killing every little villager he's got nothing left and you start knocking down his houses you win the game but like to play a decent game like you would spend the first 20 minutes building up your your village and uh like training soldiers and cavalry and things like that so that like 20 minutes in then you start battling each other in the beginning you'd send out scouts to go and see what they're building where their defenses are then you'd be collecting food you'd be collecting wood yeah he did just put
0: in the chat that it's uh it was not age of empires it was stronghold (laughs) (laughs) okay but But his stronghold wasn't good because his king was out in the open and then i had him
1: yeah but the thing is, you can do that in this game, but it, yeah. it ruins the game. It takes the fun out of it. it no, but he just probably... said
0: you can have a treaty, so you can only attack after ten minutes or so, and you can put that yeah. into the, the into the game.
1: Yeah. So, and then you can have um, you can have uh, settings in there where um, you're not allowed to attack villagers. So if someone's out picking berries or cutting wood, your soldiers can't attack those people. They can only attack other soldiers and things like that. I can't imagine you turning that off. Um, but the thing is, it's like it depends like how realistic you want to get. Because obviously, a villager is a villager. They're put on the enemy side, so they should be able to be killed. And then that reduces your wood intake or your food intake because those people have been killed and they're not bringing in the stuff. So it's all part of the tactical element of the game. But if you've got 10 people chopping down trees, you put a couple of soldiers there with them to protect them. And that's another strategy to the game. Yeah. But it depends how deep you want to go. Some people just like to say, look, like we'll give it 20 minutes. You build your best base. I build my best base. After 20 minutes, we'll attack each other. But it's a basically a 3-2-1 attack. Yeah, and then you just go head to head. you know what? End.
0: For me, in these kinds of games, I prefer to play them where, say, me, you, and Man City was playing. I'd hmm. prefer it if we all worked together. And what we do is we work together and we'd clear out like all the other eight people on the map. And we do yeah. that as a team, and it, whilst yeah. we're doing that, we're all building up, building up, building up. Once everybody's wiped off, then we start having a battle between us. Like, yeah. So it's like we we test our strengths on other people. Like, look, let's go over there and kill them, and then we both go in together. Um, yeah. And then we get to see each other as well, strengths and weaknesses. Oh, he's got loads of them. He's got loads of them. So you really build up your strategy, and then it's yeah. like, yeah, on Wednesday night at eight o'clock that's it that time comes and you do whatever it's a free-for-all and you can either attack yeah. or you can defend or you can do whatever um you can team up you know we had eight players on that that'd be pretty crazy
1: but i can imagine on this new one where they're talking about you building cities it could be that you then can sign uh like alliances with other people so say yeah. me and you got on we could sign that like uh we're allies we mash so up vegan I... we go around and murder yeah. all of his people yeah, so he could be on the other side of the map, he's on his own. Me and you, uh, we become allies. I build my village, you build your village. Then we build a, a wall around both of them. Our villages merge and we become a city. And then together, we could go to his village and pillage and wipe him out. He wouldn't like and then, that. Nah. He'd set up village an Extinction Rebellion.
0: Doesn't sound very nice. He'd have a little <laughs> oh, state what? there with some music and everything. He'd play on his little guitar.
1: Singing I, I you will surrender with love. What we'd do, we'd just go there <laughs> with a load of get... rubbish, tip it out at the front door. When he comes out to oh, hurt us, then we
0: kill him. No, you say you're gonna no. you're gonna save <laughs> no. it with love. You'll see the love you get when Johnson comes knocking on your door.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see if you like it. But yeah, anyway, the rest of the review of this game, um, it's uh, I think the date of release has been pushed back a couple of times as well. So, it's planning to be out in 2020, but not actually saying when. Um, oh, so... That does
0: annoy me when they do that, and they've got a date for release or whatever, and then they'd say, oh, we're going to push it back. And then they don't tell you how far, and you're like, man, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to Phoenix Point coming out next month. Oh, well, Yeah, it's next month, December. Um, and they've pushed that back loads and loads of times. And I've been trying my hardest and at, like, utmost hardest not to see anything about that game because it's been made by the original maker of the original XCOM. And I want to make sure that I don't see anything about it. And then I just hear I've been pushed back again. I'm like, oh, I've got to ignore it now for another however long, you know?
1: Yeah, it's it's the same with me in this. It's like I've I'm I'm not really looking at it as much now because... Like, I've read up about it, what they're putting in, and obviously they know what they want to put into it. (laughs) At least mute mute your mic for that. (laughs) Ellen, Ellen, I can hear the splashes in the toilet. Close the door.
0: Uh, i was actually muted people and selling my missus not to flush the toilet so Jansen just thought he would tell you that you twat
2: <laughs> 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 and you literally warned yeah. me about it before
3: the stream yeah, li-
0: literally warned these two before the stream member like if you hear me talking and you're talking it's because i've got my mic on mute but you two can still hear me and then all of a sudden Jansen repeats everything i'm saying
1: yeah, but at least give us a bit of warning. Obviously I'm paying attention to my missus is about. trying to take a dump downstairs and I'm like Yeah I know Ellen But don't flash the toilet when you're having that
0: dump and you're like Ellen just took a dump <laughs> 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 well, streamlows now. Down.
1: But the thing <laughs> can is it's you, Can like you turn can that volume down
0: your... while you're beating that down with a stick?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh the thing is it's like something's gonna come in punch me in the side of the head. Because Jansen
0: is downstairs in my house, so he's just outed my missus in the toilet, and now she's going downstairs to make a cup of tea, so you'll probably see a cup hit Jansen in the side of the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, but you yeah, can see like, how scared you... he looks.
1: Yeah, uh... but the thing is, if you're, if you're muting your mic, you can at least mute the mic and say, I've muted my mic, and then say whatever you've got to say, because I'm not concentrating on you, I'm concentrating on what I'm saying...
0: Well how can and I mute my mic and then say
1: me. I've muted my mic? Yeah, because I can hear you. Oh right. Yeah, maybe I could have done that. Because then <laughs> I'm thinking, why are you talking over me? I can't I can't hear you and talk at the same time. Right, go on camera. But on. anyway, we we're getting a bit off track now, right? <laughs> we're done <having the> a whole <laughs>
0: conversation about muting for the toilet. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this is Ooh. like this is gonna be great for the people listening back to the podcast. Sorry people. That's- all the They'll be talk. like, what are these guys talking about? Just shut up and talk about the game. It's fair. I'm just waiting <laughs> for him to carry on. He just went silent. And he's the one talking about the game. I was just waiting to make sure that you had nothing else to say. Okay. So, basically, yeah, it's they keep pushing it back, but with me, like, I've got that feeling of, like, yeah, I've been waiting for this game and then they push it back, then they push it back, then they push it back. So now I'm at the point where I've done all my research on this game. I know what they're putting in it. I know what it's going to look like, things like that. So now I'm just waiting for the release date, and I'm not really like uh, keeping up to date on like the news and stuff. But um, one more thing that I will add to it is um, the developers have said there's not going to be any microtra- microtransactions in the game, but there will be DLC. Why, was there microtransactions in the last one? No, but just because it's a thing now. Oh, right. I going to say, man, I don't remember just, that. Yeah, yeah, well, the no, last it's just, one, how long ago was that? There probably wasn't even internet then, was there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's what I was saying. It was, it was about 13 years ago, the last one came out. when you
0: had to get your mate's computer around there, and then you had to spend like two hours trying to put in IP addresses and stuff to try and connect yeah. the computers together
1: you're trying to oh, link God. each other like with a cable and then like yeah find each other's IP address even though there's only two computers <laughs> but yeah it's just because microtransactions are a thing now and a lot of people are doing it and a lot of people say it ruins the game like these guys have come forward and said this is something we are not going to put in and they're basically guaranteeing it that they're not going to put microtransactions in but there will be DLC so,
0: okay.
1: yeah. so yeah yeah, it's, it's, it sounds promising
0: i don't know i think age of empires is something i'm always going to buy on a sale i'm going to wait for a sale for that game because they're the sort of games that after like two or three months they go down to like 10 quid and i think that's when i would but strike. this this
1: will be big though like this is it, gonna for be people that
2: like that that genre of game yeah. Definitely.
1: yeah for for people that played age of empires in the past 10 years ago at least, yeah so everyone who played it 10 years ago and loved it they're probably all waiting for this to be released and this is going to come out as a triple a game mm. so i can imagine that it's going to be like full price for quite a while The yeah.
0: age of empires 4 there you go man City's he's done it for you look messed it up halfway through but never mind we're back on track yeah. Yeah, right, I hope um, you like the chat about mics as well. Yeah, well, it was more about poo, really, wasn't it, and mics, But uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, Vegan Spaceman, um, we are getting, like, well over time, but it doesn't matter. If you would like to talk about your game Siege, um, we'll get on that. Uh, and then we'll move into the questions, because we've got, like, everybody, we really appreciate all the questions you're sending. We've sent in so many questions this week um, that there's going to be a big section on that, and it's going to be really, really good. So, yeah. If you talk about Siege, I can do both something... really quickly. Now we'll see just something um, with the other one. We'll save that till next week. Um, but with Siege, um, I've got a few questions about it because I've never played the game before, um, and it's something yeah. that intrigues me because I see a lot of streamers playing that game. And if it's the game that I'm thinking of, then there's a lot of questions I got for it. So go take it away, and then we'll see if it is.
2: Yeah, Rainbow Six Siege is a uh, is a tactical FPS. Five versus five. You've got attackers and defenders. Uh, essentially, you have the attackers. They have a you have a, a drone phase and a preparation phase. Um, so the defenders have the preparation where they reinforce the walls, set traps, and just get ready for when the attackers are coming in. And then you've got the uh, attackers who are sending in little remote control drones that have got cameras on, trying to get an, an idea of what the defenders are doing, um, and then once that that time is done, the round starts, and the attackers have to go and get inside that building and and complete the objective, whether it's defusing a bomb, getting the hostage out, or holding a secure area for a set amount of time um, to secure There's a lot of streamers that play this, and it's very
0: entertaining, because like you said, it's like team versus team, and it'll be like, people are getting picked off, and this game's very known for shooting through walls and things, isn't it? And Shooting through floorboards and Stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, so you can is... shoot up. You look up and you can see someone through a little crack in the floor. And then you can shoot and it blows a hole in the floor, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. So you can you can blow holes in the um, Most of them are destructible. Um, you can... It's just... It's one of the biggest learning curves for playing a competitive first-person shooter. Like things like COD and stuff like that. Because it's um, different. It's different and there is... Yes, you can learn the maps, but on top of that, there's a whole level of vertical and holes in walls, Like, there's so much more you have to think about. And when you first play it, you find yourself dying a lot because you just don't know, you don't know where these so spots you, are. You basically have to lo- learn
0: the map a lot, and then you know yeah. where to look, which crack to go to first. Because It's funny, because I watch the streamer's play it, and they, they'll, they'll start the match, and they will run off. But they will go to set pieces. Like, if it's me, I'm going there. If it's them, they're going there. And it'll be like, they're looking at the crack in the door. The other one's looking at the crack in the roof. And it'll be like, yeah. then they just wait for them to come. Bang, 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 bang. Level over. You know? Appreciate and it, it, it yeah. guys. Cheers twice for that Man City, C's, right? Cheers for that it's, £10 um... donation, Man City, man. I have to give so you yeah, a, a uh, of uh, love uh, when review. I come around. Sorry? That was for my review it ain't your ten pound <laughs> on the back wall there, you're on the back wall for a reason Jan, you're not in the front with me and him I understand it the poster boys <laughs> yeah, you're a poster bitch when you come down to the front of this stream and you get behind a table with us I made that table I don't care <laughs> <laughs> you digitally made my table
3: it's and that's the nice point table.
0: remember your place, I made you make that table
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So one one thing I really appreciate about Siege is that you have to play as a team. There's no you can play as oh, solo. people if you, ain't gonna want to play you're with really reading. good. But you have to like you will lose a lot if you go off really? solo and you're not very good. Yeah, because because you got no one to back you up firstly. Secondly, like the whole point of this game is either defending an objective or attacking it and to attack it you've either got need an operator that can break reinforced walls um or an operator that can see electronic devices or you know, you've got to work together to achieve the objective.
0: well, well that's no um, one playing with me in that game then because in my community and this is not true people, it's not true whatsoever. Everybody seems to think that I always run ahead, go off on my own and play the game myself and not worry about the team. In it chance. Yeah. But I do. I but try. But <laughs> well, not very hard.
2: But you literally, but when as soon as I mentioned teams, she said oh, to us, "Not be really good
1: for me then." And then you're like, <laughs> "It's not true." <laughs> uh, no, do you See, know what? Nick's, Nick's the kind of person who always wants to be the first one through the door, the first one to open a box, and then he'll be like, "Oh, there's nothing in there. You can have that." That that's his mentality when playing like um, team games.
2: No, it's not. I imagine I imagine when playing Tarkov, Nick's going to be the Goblin. The Loot Goblin. I, I yeah, played, the Loot Goblin uh, is the one that doesn't care about David. Runs yeah, straight that, to the dead body and starts looting it.
1: Yeah, that's exactly him. Like, I played Sea of Thieves with him. And I, I was saying to him, like, yeah, it's not really my kind of game. He's like, "No, nah, get on, get on. It's really good. So I get the game uh, on a Game Pass. I'll start playing oh, it then, are we him. talking
0: about Armour free, yet?
1: No, I'm talking about... Um, uh, sea of thieves oh right right and then we're, we're on this pirate ship we're going along and i'm like yeah it's all right we're going along and he's like yeah what we have to do we have to go to an island and we just have to loot what's on the island i'm like all right then we're sailing this boat and he's like i'm i'm steering the boat he's like left a bit left a bit okay then it goes silent and i'm like so where shall i pull up <laughs> silent nick where shall I pull up? i turn around he's jumped off the boat and he's already swimming to the island because <laughs> he can swim to the island quicker than I can get the boat there. I then park yeah. the boat, get off the boat, get in there. He, he's, he's looted all the crates. He's taken what he wants and he's left behind what's there for me. And he's like, oh, look, there's a crate here. I'll go to a yeah, it. but It's, it's a team open. game.
0: And then what I bring back, you get shared.
1: <laughs>
0: the thing is, what he didn't get yet about, have you played Sea of Thieves?
3: Yeah,
2: it's a great game.
0: Yeah, yeah, so if you, basically he came on, but we had already been playing, so we already had a team of us, so we already knew our jobs. So it's like one person drives the boat in, handbrake skids it into the bay, the rest of us, as soon as we get near the edge of the bay, we all dive in and do that fast dive under the water. We grab the treasure chest, fight the things, and get back on the boat and leave. He was designated driver. He just
1: needs to know his place. Nah, uh, but that, that's, that's only one game. It's the same with other games. I've played Diablo with you. Same thing. No it's like you're, you're always in front because it's like Maybe you're always just to too go, slow. You want to go for that next door first because you want to open that box first. And it's the <laughs> same on uh, Empyrean. We uh raid we don't even like do a, boxes a, on Empyrean. Yeah, you've got the crates that you can open. Like you uh raid <laughs> like a, an alien base, we kill all the aliens, and then he's two rooms ahead of me. He runs in, open the box, next one, open the box, next one, open... I'm like, Nick, where are you? He's like, oh, I'm all the way down here. And as I'm going through, all <laughs> these boxes are open, all the good all right. stuff's been taken. Fair play. In interior a little bit. He's about six rooms ahead of me, <laughs> and he's bit. like, I've just found this sniper rifle. I've found the rarest sniper rifle. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah good for you. Because
0: what it is, you get these like alien massive bases, and what they do is they have like red capsules, purple capsules, and they're different rarities. And inside them, you get red guns, which mean they're the ultimate square gun. And they're only one in each of these bases or whatever. So you try and get all of them. And the way it should be played is you find it. And then if I've got a red gun, next one, give it to Jance, Give it like a couple of days. We'll all have each gun in red. And in that game, it's like everyone is looking around to take stuff. Because you need to loot to make resources. So it's like we're just like digging walls up and blowing things up and just taking everything. So, you try and get in front because you want to try and take all the best resources and need get red guns and that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Original question, Unknown then, says so it, this, it does I sound think, very competitive. I'm, get, I'm very competitive. I'm,
2: getting a, I'm yeah. getting a profile here. So, are you, I imagine, young and you had your friends around to play on your console or whatever. Were you always player one?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah I that, can't that, be I doing that, player two. It.
0: You've hit it on the head. I can't be player two. I'm not sitting on the right side either. <laughs> yeah, so like, that, that's Nick, exactly Nick. it. It's, so it's like, like Nick, please can I can I be player one? Play know, not, no. I'm
2: I'm player one on this uh,
1: on this podcast. <laughs> no, no, because I'm where I put myself. But the thing is, he's, <laughs> he's well competitive, and at the same time, he plays the game for loot. Like, yeah, the the game is like secondary. Like, primary is the loot. So he always wants to get in there first, get the best loot, and then brag about it afterwards. Like, he would shoot you <laughs> in the back if he saw you looking at a gun that he wanted and be like, oh, sorry, my I, gun went off. I'd do that in real life.
2: <laughs> Remind me to never play Tarkov with Nick. <laughs> right, anyway, let's get back to Siege. Yeah, so... yeah, Is there loot uh, in that's it? That's essentially it, really. It, no, you've got got loot. No gun end. skins. Um. Yeah, there are gun skins, but you don't have to race to those. You either get you either get them for winning around or you don't. It's like a chance. If you don't get them, the chance increases. So it's a nice simple system. But yeah, very, very steep learning curve. There's lots of operators, lots of different skills and abilities. Um and if you want something that's competitive, fast paced and um It's quite old though as so well, isn't lots it? Lots and... of fun. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's on year four year five now? Um, and it's huge, it's one of the biggest they FPS. They always
0: games. take the out of me when I, I first I, saw it. I call it Tom Clancy, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you've been saying that for years as well. I have,
0: I've always said that, and I'm never going to change it. I'll go into a shop, I'll go into a game, and say, Have you got Tom Clancy? and they'll
2: be like, Yeah,
0: <laughs> which one?
2: Yeah, which one? <laughs> Ghost Recon, no, like, we, don't,
0: we don't know that game, it's Tom. Uh, say Tom... it, dance.
1: Tom Clancy is probably the poor man's version. It's like uh, it's a Chinese import. It's not even a proper game.
2: Go on. So how do we say it? Tom Tom Clancy is the author of
0: the Tom Clancy. So you say it the same as me, vegan. Clancy, vegan says it the same as me. So you're outnumbered here.
2: Tom Clancy. Is that how you say it? Does Gray say Clancy? That Jason don't know what to
0: say. He's confused. He's like, why is he saying it the same as Nick? (laughs)
2: Because you said it, and now you've made him say it.
1: Oh, I've made him say it. it. Well, he's a vegan Extinction Rebellion. No one makes him do anything. Yeah, but the thing is, he says Day Z, so I'm not trusting anything he says.
3: (laughs) Uh, Z
2: is the British term for the letter Z. That's why I call it Day Z. Yeah, but they... That's why why I call it a rucksack and not a backpack. That's why I call it a path and not a sidewalk.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, it's what the, it's I like the name ever that they gave it crossover.
2: That's why I call it a router and not a router. A router is what you dig holes in wood with.
0: Exactly. <laughs> You've watched New Yankee Workshop. Here, I get my twenty-four bit router, and then two minutes later, he's got a full-size cupboard. I'm thinking I can't build that with my Dremel. Two minutes
2: later, he's he's got a box that's got loads of Ethernet cables coming out of it, <laughs> made
1: out of wood. So even origin <laughs> unknown is saying Clancy. There is unknown right, clan. Any bum clients. bag, not fanny pack. Man, I take a fanny Yeah, pack exactly. Either. Origin
2: unknown. Fanny pack. Right. Vegan Americans... spaceman siege. It was good talking about it. Let's move on. Yeah. So next week we're going to be talking about Ready or Not, which is like Siege but way more hardcore. Like it's not out if yet. We have him on we'll again next week. If you mean when.
0: right let's move on we've got absolutely loads of questions today um there's a lot well there's a lot of them i think a couple of them have been put in with questions we've already done um so should we get into the questions section hopefully everybody from their questions are in here um to talk about it and uh yeah we'll go from there we'll do the same as normal i read the question out and then we'll talk about what what we think so first up for the questions is uh from Tommy Gunn, and he says, "Could you guys do a comparison of PC game subscription services and how they vary based on value games available ease of use etc now we it would have been good if we had gray on here because I know Gray's well into the comparisons of like the different ones Jan, yeah because
1: he's he signed up to all of them isn't
0: he yeah yeah see I don't really do the subscription thing I signed up to the Xbox uh pc one which you get for a pound um for the first three months if you haven't done it on pc before and then i think is it five pounds after that per month and you get a whole list of games that's continuously changing um yeah i think it's 6.99 6.99 and yeah like basically what i do is i just jump from which one to which one when there's a game on there i want to play so like i wanted to play um metro exodus i think it was that is the newest one isn't it metro exodus yeah and it was yep. on there so I or it was on another game pass so I jumped on there paid my five quid or six quid or whatever and then I played that game and as soon as I finished it there was nothing else in the list so I cancelled my subscription then I jumped into um the one for there was another game what was I playing recently I can't remember the game I was playing on there um but I jumped into another one and I paid like five six quid on that I think it might have been you play um and I played, yeah it was that because I played um oh, what's it called I was talking about the other day far no, cry now far cry oh, Late try, yeah I yeah. Uh, played that and then got rid of it, but I jumped backwards and
1: forwards, but what what do you make I, I I do the same thing as you it's like I see a game that comes out like when we played Forza uh that was on the Xbox game Pass, and they were doing the pound for the month, yeah, so I did the mm-hmm. same thing I paid a pound. And then we all played that for a month, and then when my month ran out, I didn't quit it and then the same thing happened when we played Division two. I signed up to Uplay play for a pound. I played the game for a month, and then i well I actually forgot to cancel it, so I paid something yes, like sixteen pounds
2: Should I hold on Should I move up a bit? I'm sure Division two is Greg going pop in, in the middle?
1: <laughs> yeah. to yeah, move over you see his head like popping aside Division two someone say Division two. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So what I've done here is, on the screen, I've got up Xbox Game Pass. Uh, It might not be very big there. Let me zoom it in a little bit more, but you can't see the top of the screen. Um, And on Xbox Game Pass, the way it works is, so this you'll get for a pound for the first one. Um, And then, like you said, it goes up to six quid or something, roughly. But it's now made for the PC. Uh, It's called Xbox Beta, and it's designed just for the PC version. Um, ...because there was massive confusion before with Xbox... ...and I remember paying for it... ...and I was getting it on each computer... ...and it wouldn't let me on, on the same um, network... ...for some reason it wouldn't let me log into the other computers... ...and I ended up deleting all of them... ...and it really really pissed me off... ...and I deleted it and I said I'm not going back to the Xbox Game Pass... ...then they brought out this Xbox Up, ...which is an app in Windows 10... ...and the games were all on there... ...like you've got Outer Worlds on there... ...Gears 5, Sea of Thieves Anniversary... ...Forza Horizon 4... You've got some real good games on there, uh, Subnautica, uh, just just a few of them. Dishonored too, and in total, there's there's a few hundred games on there. Age of Empires, um, and you've got like down the bottom for like as you're saying for ease of access, you've got all the different ones. So say you go strategy, then it will give you a whole load of strategy games that they've got. Um, and what's we'll there? One, two, three, four, five, six. So nearly twenty five games on there or whatever. Um, in that one category, but I think all of them are fighting over who's got what. But like the yeah. Xbox One, you can't you can't complain for a pound or for six pounds. You can't complain about games that they've got on there. But they
1: they do deals Question. all the time on Xbox. So at the moment, I don't know if it's still going. But they were doing three months for a pound. Yeah. If you um if you cancel
2: it, do you still get the games or they gone? Um, no, they're gone.
0: No, the games yeah, okay. are gone um i think the way it works is if you pay like a pound up front for 3 months and then you cancel your subscription it gives you an option to completely cancel it there and then or to to cancel yeah. at the end of the 3 months and then i su- suppose they're hoping that you wait to the end of the 3 months and then you sort of sign up again because then you want the games continue yeah because they will tell you
2: what the new games are yeah yeah, yeah. um and then the Xbox... so, so if you cancelled it so if so if you cancelled it and then two months later decided you were going to get again would you get the games that you originally yeah so
0: or i think, think the game the saves actually saved on your computer so yeah computer. as long as you
1: don't delete the game yeah so if you were playing forza you download the full game and then whilst you've got your game pass it will allow you to play it as soon as your game pass runs out you can't play the game but if you then pay for the game pass again it would then activate it again and yeah, then you well, can carry on where you left off I think there's a common perception as well.
0: People think that when you delete a game off your computer, yeah, you delete it and then it's either on cloud or whatever and the game's gone. But it's not. Say you've got a game on your computer and you've been playing it and you've got it saved and blah, blah, blah. You can delete it off your computer, but your game save is kept in a totally different folder to where the game is. And people don't realise when you reinstall it, it then syncs that back up. So that's how your game comes back. the, The thing
1: is, that's not with every game. That's with most of them, though. A lot of them now
0: uh, are cloud-synced.
1: Yeah, so I think, like, um, Steam have something, don't they, where you can back up your game saves to your Steam account. So Uh, that even if you had to wipe your computer, when you re-download the game... You can
0: back them up. That thing is the longest process I've ever done in my life. Basically, what you can do on Steam is, any game that's installed, you can back up the save game progress to a folder on your computer or to a disk or something like that. It's very old. It's not been updated. But the thing I is thought it
1: was save it to their servers. No, that's the cloud version of it. You can actually save up yeah. like a physical save game file. Oh, no, but yeah, that's what I meant, like save like a cloud save. So basically like when you delete the game, your your save game is saved to your Steam account. So if you download that game again, then it would download your save game as well, so you can carry on where you left off. So yeah, um... say you had to wipe your PC, um, you'd lose everything. But yeah. like this way, you, you'd you have it saved on your account. Origin Unknown's got a very valid good point, though,
0: uh, which is cheers for bringing it up. Is He says, but what they do do is they change variations of games. So you might be playing Subnautica. You've got your game save on there, and then you, you cancel your subscription. You go back three months later on. You pay whatever, the five quid, six quid, and you try and download Subnautica again. And what actually happens is the game is not on their list anymore they don't actually have it on their servers to download. Um, yeah. I don't know if that means if you buy the game elsewhere, because it still will be saved on your computer in that folder, like the app data yeah. folder where all the games are
1: listed. It keeps all your saves in there. Um, yeah, because you, you would think that it would be saved to that particular game, not, not that actual download. So you could buy yeah. the game anywhere else, and as long as you saved it as the same drive, yeah. um, it would probably still work.
0: Because that would be holding you to ransom anyway, wouldn't it? It'd be like, yeah, play the game for a pound. You download Subnautica, you play it for three days, and then you think, oh, I'm going to cancel my subscription, but I might buy that later on. You go back on there, you pay for the subscription, and the game's gone. You're like, oh, my God, game's gone. Surely yeah. if you download it on then on Steam, it should still sync up with your saved game on your computer yeah. because it's installed the same. Um, yeah. Well, I, I'd
1: assume so. If it's not, then that's a bit naughty. But, yeah, um, well, in this day and age, like with all the cloud syncing that they've got, yeah. you would think that would be a standard thing because a a game save file would be a couple of kilobytes wouldn't it
0: yeah it's like i haven't even used this for ages i didn't even realize i've got dead rising 4 and i've got that mars survival installed i didn't even know uh i just know it's now and i've gone on here <laughs> but um yeah basically with all of the subscription uh like subscription uh, programs I honestly can't really keep up with all of them. It's not It's not really... I don't really like the subscription thing. I find it easier because I get to access the games for a cheap amount of money. Um, but I will normally just follow the community. And if someone says, oh, look, it's on Uplay for this much, I'll go six quid, play it. And it's an easy way to play six quid for a game. I don't mind paying six quid uh, for a month. And then in a month's time, yeah. if I'm still playing that game, pay another six quid and pay another six quid.
1: But, but I... the thing is, it's it's like renting a film, isn't it? You yeah. could go to a shop and you could buy the DVD for 15 quid or you could rent it from Blockbuster Video for three quid. Yeah. So mm. it it's the same depends, principle. Um,
2: depends how much you care about owning things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah I don't care. As you well, play, how, how much, much you're going to play it. Yeah. I think yeah.
1: something like uh, if the new GTA came out, I think most people would want to buy that rather than get it on a subscription because yeah. they know they'll probably be playing that like all the time until the next one comes out. But and it's the same like Call of Duty. Like obviously I haven't played it much so far, but that's a game that I know I'll I can play that any time, never get bored of it. And it's worth me owning it because I will play it all the time. But for me, it's so... more
0: of the fact that I can get a game because my attention span, you know what that's like. I can get a game, and pay six quid, and then I can play that game for a little while. And if I think, oh man, this game's not that good, I don't really, I'm not really into it. I can just delete it. I've only wasted six quid, not sixty
1: quid. Yeah, yeah. The Same here. It's like when we played Division Two. Yeah. Like I, I paid the uh, pound to get the 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 month for a pound, and I played the game with everyone, and I was like, yeah, I like this, but this is not a game. I would buy full price so it was good that I could play it for that month get a little bit of fun out of it and then once everyone kind of like um, stopped playing it I was like yeah now I can delete my um, subscription and it only cost me a quid when rather you than remember. spending 60 quid yeah yeah.
2: well you just set a reminder in your phone right well, so I guess so the question the question is like could we do a comparison of them I'm happy to do that for next week if you want me to to look into all the options
1: yeah, yeah so yeah because I, I guess you could do a chart on like how many games yeah. each one's got what each one costs per month um and things like that Contracts all so... sort of, yeah yeah. because yeah, yeah.
2: i'm interested myself do you know what what the only thing is think, the only yeah. thing
1: that's quite hard is that when it comes to the games each developer has their own games so there's only going to be certain games on, on the, certain the ea one. one only certain games on the ubisoft one only certain games on this one, only certain games on that one. So it's like you can't say this is the better one to get because that one's not going to have the games that all the other ones have. So it's almost like you have to have all of them to be able to play all the games.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, Obviously, you can't play all the games all the time anyway. The way you guys are doing it, we're just getting it when you want to play a game. So it's quite a smart way of doing it.
0: One thing I was going to bring up, which I was meant to bring up at the beginning of the show in the news section was as yeah. everyone knows, last week we did a extreme theory section, didn't we? Which was about like all kind of myths and ghosts and things like that. Um we had a lot of more about theories. It was about <laughs> theories and stuff like that, yeah. Um but the point I'm getting at is <laughs> Myths and ghosts. <laughs> we were talking about monsters and cars. Um yeah, nah. But the thing I was gonna get to the point of is is we had a lot of community feedback in the Discord uh saying that lots of people liked that, but having like theories all the time wouldn't be good, and it's not related to gaming, and we want to keep it related to gaming. so what we've come up with the idea is um before the questions in the community extra section we're gonna have a new section which is like off topic, and what we'll do is people can vote in the discord each week about a topic related to gaming, so it might be like talk about v r. Or it could be something like um, like this, this what you're doing now, which comparisons, and we'll pick a topic every week related to gaming, or it could be like best graphics cards, or best screens to put in, or something like that. And then in that section, we will purely talk about that one thing for a section. Do you think that's a good idea? Yeah. Um, yeah great idea. But we'll let the, the community idea. decide what it is for that section. Um so, like next week, it could be like, "Oh, best microphones um, to to for the for streaming," or something like that, or talking about streaming mm-hmm. setups. So, it's still related to PCs, gaming, and hardware because we're not just a PC gaming podcast; we're a PC as a whole. Obviously, we build pod, game podcast 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 the podcast. Anyway, for only um, four ninety nine a month, get
2: yourself
0: yeah. a podcast.
2: <laughs> 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 But like
0: obviously we talk about gaming and the PCs we build because that's a lot around me and Jantz and what we do we're more hardware, CPUs graphics cards and all that sort of stuff we love playing the games and we've also got massive community base so all of it will fit in as a whole and we want the the podcast to be we want the podcast to be um, like rounded to everything to do with PCs so that's what we're going to do next week Um, but right, um, hopefully Tommy Gunn, he will have a some kind of. If you get that, can you get that luck like on up on a spreadsheet or something for us next week? Yeah, I bet you he doesn't do it, dude. You've yeah. set you've raised the bar now. That's what I will do. That's what I will do, Gazer. I'll do it, mate. That's what I do. I'm telling you. Right, next question. <laughs> Cheers for that, Tommy Gun. Uh, next question comes in from Mercy and Whitey, um, and he says, "What is the best place to mount a CPU all-in-one cooler? Front, top, or back?" This is considering that the motherboard and graphics are air-cooled too, thanks. So, yeah, basically, he's got an air-cooled PC with a all-in-one cooler. Now, obviously, I think the best place to put an all-in-one cooler, depending on your case, because some cases nowadays have a lot of stuff down the front and you can't get it on there. So, two things you need to look at. Is you need to look at the air being pulled from outside with a water cooler to the inside, Um which vegan spaceman should have a little conversation about as well? Because you put your fans back to front, I believe.
2: Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> I was uh, the way I, the way I've set it up is to pull in air from the front case and blow air out the back. Uh, but you've got your rad on the about back, it, obviously. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So one thing we always say is you always want to pull with water cooling. You want to pull the ambient air from outside in. Because, obviously, obviously, it's always going to be cooler outside than it right. is where the heat is inside. And if there's a square box full of heat. And you're blowing that out through the top or the back or even the bottom or wherever you're going. Like this PC I've got here, it's got a rad at the back and a rad at the top. Solid piece of glass on both front sides. So no air's coming in there. And the thing is, there's no air being pulled in anywhere apart from the top and the back. Which, obviously, heat rises. So it's going against the heat. But what will happen mm-hmm. is, as that... Them fans are pulling in. It's push-pull as well. It's pulling in so much air that it's forcing it out of the grates at the back and the bottom because of the amount of pressure in there. It's pushing it out um, because the heat's never going to go up through the fan. But if you've got purely air-cooled, you always want it to come in the front or in the bottom, up because heat rises, out the top or out the back. That's what you always want to do, air-cooled. If you've got an all-in-one cooler, again, you always want to bring the air from outside in if you can get that air cooler on the front then i'd put it on the front but a lot of the time the two water pipes don't reach and it doesn't look nice um i don't know jance would you compromise looking nice
1: for where you put it for performance um probably not because um if you've got a a glass side and like everything's on display and you've spent time like color coding cables and like uh doing things like that and you've got rgb you're obviously like worried about how it looks and then if you've got your rad on the front and you've got these really stretched pipes to the cpu it's going to look really dodgy so i would then put it at the top so you've got a bit more slack on the pipes but you you might have the same performance because pulling air from the front and pulling it from the top they're both um like pulling it from the outside in, so you'll get the same type of airflow, but it just looks a bit nicer.
0: Yeah. See, mm. I always say try it. Like, I really, really don't like putting radiators at the bottom of cases. I think it looks really, really ugly. But obviously, if you have it at the bottom, the heat's going to come, the cool. cold air's going to come through and come up, and the heat's going to rise out the top. Then you could just have a couple of fans pushing it out the top or out the back.
3: At
1: yeah. Because you of... have a lot of cases now that are promoting this like chimney effect where they're yeah. basically keeping the bottom empty yeah. so that you can have two big fans, like 240 fans at the bottom, pulling all the cold air in, yeah. and then it has a natural effect of pushing hot air out the top. But that's no good when you've got a rad at the top. So No. I would always say,
0: if you can get the rad on the front and it looks nice, go there because then you're just bringing the air in and it's a, it's the same... As normal air cooled, it's coming in from the front through the rad, uh, pulling the cold air from outside in uh, and out the back. Uh, like in our PC, we've got a rad at the top and at the back, but with the air can go through grates at the back, so the pressure will put it out. So in my opinion, always try and put it at the front. Um, if it has to go at the top, that's cool, but just make sure you're pulling the air inwards. Any water cooler with a radiator needs to pull the air inwards, wherever it's going to sit. And it doesn't really matter which side it's on as long as it's pulling the air from outside in and you've got, like, room. A lot of PCs will have one single 120mm fan at the back at the top. Always try and get a fan on there if you can to blow the heat out the back because then at least you're
1: sucking air in from the top and then it's getting blown out the back, you know? But as well, with some uh, cases, uh, they the way they design it, some sections have better airflow than others. So you've got a lot of cases where yeah. they'll put a, a glass panel on the front and they'll put really small vents either side of it yeah. so that you can put fans in the front, but the airflow's is really restricted. And that's basically just to look nice and let the air through, but it's really restricting the air because normally you'd have mesh on the front and yeah. it would let loads of air in. In that case, you could have a couple of fans on the front for the look, but then you put the rad on the top because then there's no airflow restriction.
0: Yeah. Um, and the other issue with cases like that, because I know NZXT have a case like that where it's got little grates at the front, little grates at the top. I think it's the 1440 40, 40 or something. Not yeah, yours. something the, like that, yeah. The one I used to have. And the other issue you get when you've got little vat, like little uh, gaps, but you've got a sealed front is dust. Dust will gather up them on them holes really, really quickly uh, compared to having a whole front. Um, but at the end of the day... Uh, If you want to know any more about it uh, or you are not sure, send us a photo on the Discord and just put it in there saying where's the best place, here or here? And we can give you an exact place to put it where we think it would look best and where it's best for flow. Um, So hopefully that helped you, uh, Mercy and Whitey. And, yeah, hopefully it was all good for you. It'd be good to see some pictures as well, so just make sure you get some pictures on the chat. Um, Right, next question is for friend or foe, and he says, question... When a GPU is a few years old, should the thermal paste be reapplied as I assume it would bake hard and not be as effective? Is this true? And have you guys done this and seen results? Um, firstly, for me, when I, I've never really got a graphics card long enough to be that old where I would change the thermal paste because I'm regularly changing water blocks and stuff like that. But I would say if anyone was to buy a second-hand uh, graphics card like, especially if it's been, you know when it was going through all the, the uh, mining, so Bitcoin mining stage where all like the 1080s were being all bought up and they was having like, they was running 24 hours a day. There was a big influx of 1080s going on sale and everyone was like, don't buy them, they're, they, they're mining cards and they've been like ragged and don't, don't use them. The thing is, all you do is get one of them cards, take off the cooler, clean the thermal paste, it would be rock hard at that point clean it all off put new pad new paste on and it would be it would be good as new uh it would just be the cooler that's that's had the life beaten out of it but as long as it's working it's working um i would say i don't think that i would change the thermal paste on my graphics card if it was a like secondhand card that hadn't been already taken off if someone had already taken it off then i might reapply it but other than that i'd just leave as it is what about you guys um
1: well, I'd say like, first. like yeah, because if you put it in your CD computer temp. and you, yeah, you're yeah. getting like good temperatures, it's probably going to be okay. But if you're going to put a a water block on it, like then you're going to have to reapply the paste anyway. And stock paste compared to some of the other pastes you can buy, there is a huge difference in the quality as well. Mm. So you can buy upgraded thermal paste. And take it apart and put that in there, just for peace of mind if you wanted to, but it it might be unnecessary because if you plug it in, turn it on, it's running, and you're getting decent decent temperatures out of it, then it's doing what it's meant to do yeah, but yeah if you've if you've had that card in your p c and you're playing games like twenty four seven like after a couple of years, it might be worth doing a bit of maintenance on it, taking the cooler off, cleaning the fans out. Uh, reapplying the thermal paste, put it back together, like, and it's just like giving it a bit of a, an MOT. Yeah. But sometimes it's it's not it's not always necessary. Just don't break the
0: cooler when you're trying to change it, and then end up with nothing. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah. If if you was uh, worried about your graphics card, or you like you say it was underperforming, or then yeah, that's one of the things we'd first change before like trying to send it back and stuff. Um, but yeah. I, I would say it definitely is true. The thermal paste does go hard over time. And especially if it's been really hot, then it does get really hard. Um, so, yeah, check it out. If you want any help with that friend or foe, let us know. We'll we explain to you how to do it. Um, right, next question. Let's move on. Uh, and this is from Jaeger. And he says... I. If Vegan stops typing over my notes, I could probably read it. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you going it, through it, with it, all the spelling he does mistakes? He that highlighter, doesn't he? I think he's going through like putting all the spelling right, aren't he? Yeah. Vegan's come into <laughs> our notes, and he's taking control. I'm surprised there's a lot of little bananas everywhere. <laughs> Man, I'm actually trying to read the question, and he keeps changing the words. Right. Yeah, he says... <laughs> I'd like to hear, Banana, your thoughts on Banana. On VR, Banana. (laughs) No, right, let's let's do it seriously. Um, Yeah, so he says, uh, Jaeger says, I'd like to hear your thoughts on VR in its current state and any experiences using different VR headsets. Tom, uh, (laughs) I nearly nearly read out what you said there. Man, this guy keeps... (laughs) sorry people he keeps texting now he's putting other people's names in different places man you're going to be putting the same seat with gray where you're not allowed to touch <laughs> but um
2: do you want me to answer this uh
0: you can go for it if you want and then i'll talk about it in my bit in a minute if you want
2: yeah so i've only tried vr which in one its, uh early stage development kit 2 oh no and don't stop talking that uh... no, hold on let me no, <laughs> what, but this is Oculus? so this is my view Yeah, the Oculus Rift DK2, and it was amazing then. And I haven't even tried the new one yet, and I'm not trying any of the new sets, but it was great then, and that was so low-res and low-quality that I was racing in racing sims, flight sims, and having an absolute whale of a time. So my view is, in its current state, looking at the videos and how people are using it now and what's the, the games that are coming out and the experiences... And then obviously with Half-Life Alex as well being announced, I think it's in a really good place. Really? What's your view, Nick? My
0: view is when I got it, um, the first one I got was when the HTC Vive was actually properly released and it was about 800 quid. Um, And I had the HTC Vive and I have to say, I found it hard. It might be my fault because I was staying in the game. I was playing Elite Dangerous and I was playing for about three hours a day um, at night from about 8 so about 8 8 until 11 3 days in a row I played non-stop and I found but the thing is I've got um, like double vision eyes because I had a car crash so one of my eyes the muscles all around one side don't work so don't keep up quick enough with the other eye I don't look cross-eyed or anything but I see without glasses I see ghosting and double vision really badly um, so but I was alright because I can wear my glasses in there anyway so I was alright while I was in there Um, but I do get eye strain and what I noticed was it wasn't even my eyes after playing in the HTC Vive for three hours a day for three days I felt absolutely drained like it really drained did you feel that? it absolutely drains a life out it's tiring yeah yeah you don't realise how draining it is and you get out and you feel like and Jansen and and the community they all know me I'm hyperactive I don't sit still I, I can go all night I don't go to sleep like I'm um, I'm a live wire all the time and I got out of that after the first day and I was like man I need to go to bed like I feel like I've been clubbing for the whole night do you know that feeling yeah have you had that from yeah, vr it's
2: because yeah 100% it's because your brain is is overworking psychologically you know it's virtual but your brain is also being tricked that you're in this world and your brain is in overdrive and then obviously you got physical aspect of vr as well yeah it's, uh, it's brilliant. i i absolutely loved being in the vr
0: Um, i will say i don't think it's come far enough yet with the uh graphics quality i think it has now maybe just got there but when i played it about a year or a year and a half ago i in on the oculus rift at that point in time uh not the oculus rift the HC 5 sorry at that point in time had the highest resolution and it was meant to be the bed headset on the market um, <laughs> at that point. And I didn't quite like seeing, because you can't see pixels, but you can see mini triangles. I don't know if you mm. get that in the Oculus Rift, because Oculus Rift is slightly different. But in the Vive, you see like everything's, it, it almost looks like, you know when you see the back of an Intel CPU and it's got the triangle pattern? Where the plate sucks, it doesn't have pins. it's almost like then are the lights um and I noticed the gaps between the pixels quite a lot um and that was i think that at that point it was a ten eighty screen in each eye, and then they started bringing out the fourteen forties or whatever and whatever it is now. I don't even know how far it's come now um but I do have to say, I did love being in there, and like you say, you know you're in v r you're never never not gonna know you're in v r but like the looking around and everything is amazing. I found with the HTC Vive, it was very responsive. I never felt sick, not once. And I could stay in there for a long time, and I did feel immersed like I was in there. Um, I never used the sound kit as well of it, so I had normal headphones on. And I played Elite Dangerous non-stop because... And do you know what? It made me change the way I played the game as well. Like, normally in Elite Dangerous kind of game, you want to go out fighting and shooting and doing this. I was happy in this game just to trade. Because I was so more focused on looking around the space and like, oh, looking at the big planets and that. And like I said to you before, Vegan, when you're standing at the side of your ship and you look up at it and it looks life-sized. Like when you play it on a screen, it looks like a little little like spaceship. But when you're in VR and you're looking up at it, yeah. it's like, like standing next to a jumbo jet. And you're looking up at it, and you're changing the guns on this little screen, and you see the guns bah, 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 bah. they come out of the whole front, and it's like giant. And you're like, man, it gives you a sense real sense of scale, of, right? Yeah, it gives it a real sense of the scale and how big it is. And I could stand in their um, menu, looking at that ship, changing the decals and and changing all the guns and things like that, and just seeing how it changes. I actually feel like, man, I feel because I played the original Elite Dangerous. I don't know if you ever played that on the Amiga with all the lines. i the original. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking?
2: 35.
0: Oh, no, so you should remember that.
2: Are you 35? Yeah, I just never played it, that's all. I thought yeah. you were younger than that. Um, yeah. Veganism, so Veganism, eh?
0: Yeah, uh, bananas. See what do they do? Where do you put them? <laughs> 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 but um, I, I stayed in there for days on end because it was so enjoyable and it's like... I didn't want to go out and do fighting and stuff like that. I wanted just to go from space station to space station. I wanted to make my way across the universe just making trades and making money and upgrading. Didn't really want to be a bad person. I wanted to do everything like a real person would in real life. Try and do the right thing and a... get
2: all the loot boxes.
0: No, I'm not even loot boxes. Like all I the wanted loop. to <laughs> I wanted to do like the morally correct thing to do, not do like the bad stuff and do like drug trading. You know, I wanted to do like play it properly and just build up my spaceship. So if you if you were playing
1: uh Empyrean in VR, would you share the loot boxes? <laughs> Not if I was playing with you.
2: <laughs>
0: I wouldn't know
3: where to did hide them Did you ever play any um
2: <laughs> Did you ever play any racing simulators or flight simulators Um In VR. I only played War Thunder. Uh but the okay,
0: controls so did... didn't really like the controls on it. And I think yeah, it was so it weird, wasn't calibrated it? properly. You need a stick. It kept it, yeah. it, the plane kept going to the right all the time, and I was like, "Why?" I couldn't work out what it was, and I got off of that. Uh, we played a game called oh, what was a game we played at Arif's with the mech. It was called like Archangel or something. Archangel, wasn't it? have you played that? No,
2: I'm not. That it. is
0: an amazing one.
2: But you're in mech suits, yeah? It's yeah. It's not
0: just that; cool. it's the whole intro. I don't normally watch intros, and basically. You start off in a train and the guy's opposite you on the train. And the train's driving along. You can see out the windows and everything. And you can hear, you feel like you're in a train. And then a guy opposite you, he starts talking to you in the train about what you're going to do. You're going to be at your mission soon, blah, 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 blah. And then the train comes into a train station and the whole side of that side of the train opens up. And it's like open like air. And as it opens up, you look up and there's a mech that's probably like 300 feet high. And you literally have to put your head like right the way up to look at the top of it. And then it's
1: it's like in uh, Pacific Rim yeah. right, where they've got the Jaegers all being worked on and it's like they're all being held up. And then you're like a little guy walking into a hangar, yeah. looking up at this hundred foot robot. And then you it says mm-hmm. if you just
0: step on the lift and you walk onto this lift someone's talking to you, and then the lift starts taking you up and you're going up the robot like for ages and then you get into its face. And it's like, it's like epic and it gives you this sense of like, man, I'm really here. And I remember sitting in our Mm. friend's house with this headset on and thinking, Jans, this is when it first came out. This is absolutely crazy, man. Like, like, Jans, put this on quickly. And he's like looking up like this. He's like, man, look how big it is in here. It's massive. And it like, it was really, really immersive. And, and that game was wicked game. You're shooting things and you're running around in a mech. Um, And I really enjoyed that. But the one game I would say that I bought, uh, actually I don't think I bought, I think I got given it to review, um, is a submarine game. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, But I remember seeing it and thinking, I really, really want to get in that game. Because when I play VR, I like to sit in my chair. I don't like to stand up and walk around. Um, Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: And so what I do is I put the chair in the middle of the room where it's got loads of room around it. And then I'll play whatever I'm playing so I can swivel around on a chair. And this submarine game is actually you, in the olden days, in the first kinds of submarines. Very, very minimal. So
2: the one-person ones.
0: Yeah, and you get in your submarine. But, but literally, yeah. turning around in your chair, you can touch everything on all the walls. And you'll be, like, fighting other submarines and boats. So you need to do everything in the submarine. So And because you're on your chair and you're spinning around, you don't actually move. Because I don't really like the ones in VR where you have to keep jumping forward. You know, like you've got a laser and then it shows you where you're going to stand and you press a button and you just pounce to that place. Um, I think they do that to stop you making you feel sick. Uh, And in this game, I really, really want to get into it, which is what I'm going to get into next week, because hopefully I'll have a VR set here. Um, If Funky Arif lets me borrow it, that is in chat. And uh, basically you look around and like wind the wheel, wind the wheel, wind the wheel. Get the periscope up and you're looking and then you're looking out and it's in 3d obviously you're looking out over the water ripples um mm. and you're fighting other submarines and i thought <laughs> that that a tank simulator or that kind of simulator would be something that i would proper like because it'd be so immersive and like you're pressing the buttons in real real time you know the controls mm. i don't have to worry about pressing a million buttons on my keyboard i can just touch that wheel and it's going to move i can touch them buttons over there and they're going to work you know um but for me, I do okay. think VR needs to get that little bit further where you you can't see the screens. Yeah,
2: I, I think it's getting there. Have you, just, have you heard about the help. one
0: Janssen was talking about? They've got a new what, the new design. Super, where...
2: super high-res
0: one. No, that's not high-res. It's oh, no, the one on the retina. The one that goes on the retina. retina. Yeah, so it fires it into your eyeball Projected. and then projects it into your eye. So you can't see any kind
1: of... It looks like you're looking out your eyeballs. That, that seems a bit scary to me. But the thing is, if they made this, the uh, like pixel density of the screens high enough, then you wouldn't see the pixels because they would be too small. Yeah. So, like, with Certainly, Samsung yeah. working on, like, uh, nanopixels and stuff like that, it's like that pixel will be a quarter the size of a normal pixel, so it won't be visible to the human eye. So they will then merge into one. So... As close as you will put it to your eye, you won't see the individual pixels because they yeah. will all kind of merge into one, so it will seem like flawless but then that's just what's to come in the future, like when you think about the first v r headsets where it it was massive, it was like twice the size of your head, and you had to put it on and then clamp it in place, and it weighed a ton and then you're looking around and it was necking. like really like plain like uh graphics and it was just like the the lag was there like the graphics were poor like it I, I remember trying it when i was at fort park once and i was about 10 years old and like even back then i was like a tech head so when i saw that it was virtual reality i was like man i've got to well, have a go on that about
0: back in the day watching the glove float around didn't you?
1: yeah yeah and oh, then man, it was crap. like to, to have a go on that VR. It was it cost about ten quid for about ten minutes, and then it's and like in I a square this... room
0: with blue walls.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, but the thing is, you it was like uh, there was no walls. It was just like uh, an endless like uh, landscape. But the the floor was one color, and then uh, like oh, on the horizon was another color, and then basically there was um, the floating hand with a gun. And there was like stick figures that were coming out of you, coming (laughs) at you. But they were all made of like elongated triangles. So they were just like pointy looking people. (laughs) But it was just the fact that you were in, in this like lawnmower man kind of like simulation. And where you looked, the camera was looking. So it was amazing at the time. But then when you think about that technology to what you can buy today and use in your home, on your own pc it's like leaps and bounds isn't it so just think what they will have yeah like five years from now
0: just to answer jaeger's question he said as well about um using different vr headsets i'd say oculus uh rift um is better for sitting at a desk because you just have to have these two things mounted yeah play it the quality on that's lower than the vive but then if you get the vive you get a much better quality um, but the vibe's a pain in ass to play with because you have to have these two things on the walls and you have to have it all set up and it all has to sync together. It's like five different things have to sync together and you're just there for ages trying to get them all to sync. Um, so that's why I'm going to try the Oculus Rift this time around. Uh, and hopefully if I get the Oculus Rift, I can just sit at my desk and play uh, and I don't
1: have to worry too much about it. But um, yeah, hopefully... I'm the same. I'm not... If I bought VR, it wouldn't be to play in the middle of a, an empty room and swing my arms around playing beat Saber or anything like that it would be to play a racing game or like subnautica or something like yeah, that subnautica i'm interested in as well I haven't
2: yeah, played like, it yet. anything like, when you're in a cockpit is amazing in vr but, Just yeah. is. do
0: you want to hear a funny story of what i did do because i played a game uh i can't remember what it was called it's like a zombie space game and you're walking around like space stations in vr and there's like everyone's turned to zombies and they're all coming through doors shooting and you've got guns and basically you have to put your hands down by your sides to reload and then bring them up and start shooting again. And at the beginning of the game it does a calibration where it's like, tell us your height. So you have to; it tells you how high you are off the floor by the VR kit. And then you can adjust it up or down. Now, I didn't want to stand playing this game, which is obviously uh, raw data. No, I don't know if it is raw data. No, that's the, that's the robot one. This yeah. one's zombies. Um, and basically... I didn't want to play it standing up, but it wants you to stand up to play the game because it wants you to turn around and shoot like you're walking around in this like spaceship. So I thought, now sod that, I'll just make out I'm really short and I'll sit in my chair. So I sat in my chair, yeah. Let it height project me, and then it put me down like at waist height, and then the game starts here, and I have to go and talk to this doctor. This girl, and she's got like massive upper body, if you know what I mean, yeah. And like (laughs) I'm in my chair, and I feel like. Because this one's got the the zoom where you can jump forward like 10 feet at a time. Or you can actually just walk. So I'm sitting in my chair and it honestly felt like I was in an electric wheelchair. So I'm (laughs) pressing forward and it's like I feel like I'm just wheeling forward, yeah? But then I've got guns in my hands as well. So like, could you imagine this in a gangster film? A guy comes rolling in, in his chair. and (laughs) Danny DeVito, you're Danny DeVito,
2: that's what you're saying.
0: But the thing is, then I walk up to this woman, yeah? And i try trying to talk to her about like the mission And her boobs are literally over my face while she's talking to me. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm trying to look up at her, and I'm looking up at her chin, and her chin's above my head. And I'm like, man, I'm well (laughs) close (laughs) because I'm meant to be her height. And the thing is, I actually enjoyed the game more, not because I was the same level there, but because, like, when I was going into rooms, it was like I was just wheeling around in a chair. Shooting things, and then when I'm reloading, I'm just putting my hands down to the floor and bringing them up, and the guns are fully reloaded. And I'm going up to like barrels and picking up new guns and that, and they're at, they're at my hand height because they're like at hip height. Uh-huh. So I'm just like grab that, grab yeah. that, and then I'm wheeling my chair further forward, shooting everything. I felt like a mini tank. I <laughs> felt like I was in a wheelchair with like rocket launcher on the back. But that game was pretty good. I did I did really enjoy it. I got really far into the game. Um, but I do think they can go a bit further. Uh, and now I'm hoping it's a lot better. But hopefully, Jaeger, that that answers your question. If you've got any more questions, put them in and we'll get to them uh, next week anyway. Uh, next question, and that is from Tommy Gunn. And he says, uh, are there any games you guys have played which were supposed to be excellent, but you felt very underwhelmed by? Uh, new game issues don't count, though. No. So Nick, no Fallout. Man, but that's the ultimate letdown. Fallout is the ultimate well, letdown. When
1: he says uh, new game issues don't count, is he saying that a game right. that's come out recently that we've been disappointed? Or, with, no, I we think can't he's just
0: pointing out Fallout right? to me because he knows I'm going to go Fallout. Oh, okay.
2: No, I think he probably means like new games where they have bugs and they got you basically waiting for that day yeah, one to be patch fixed. or you know, or when no. it's early access and it just doesn't live up to it. Um, well, there, I, there
1: is one game that I got that I yeah. was a bit disappointed with. Hold on, um,
0: you saying you bought one game? Yeah. yeah. I know I know Dance it's a, I know it's a shocker. <laughs> I know it's a shocker, but like I
1: did it. Um but yeah, um uh Battlefield is like my favorite game. So every time a Battlefield comes out, I always get it. And uh like Battlefield 4, like I loved that game. I I put so many hours into that game. And a new Battlefield came out and it's got it's meant to have like the ray tracing and it looked like really good and like when i got it i started playing it and i was like ah, it's not all that it's like i'm a bit disappointed so i played like i always like playing the campaign as well i like just going through the single player get a feel for the game before i actually start playing like multiplayer and like i got halfway through and i was a bit like uh, oh, do you know what like, I can't be bothered to carry on with this because, like, the the campaign, it's just, the story's just not gripping me. It's like, each level you go through is a different story, so there's no continuity through it. You're just like, oh, you're this guy in this battle doing this thing. You do it, and then you're a different guy in a different battle doing something else. And then you're just like, oh, this is getting boring now. And then I played it online, and... I just didn't feel like it had the same feel as uh battlefield four and like with the ray tracing, I just felt like there's no point having it on because I felt there was no difference having it on and having it off. So mm. like that's one game that I stopped playing quite quickly and I was really disappointed because like that's, that's my favorite like franchise game on PC and like, yeah, now I'm, I'm, i'm done with it and i'm waiting for the next one and you're gonna buy it still yeah because it's the only (laughs) one so far that's let me down so it might just be it's just that one maybe they're working too hard on the ray tracing and like not enough on the gameplay
0: see for me it's not even a game that's underwhelmed me but i feel like me as a game has changed over the last couple of years i've always loved open world games so like uh, the first open world game I really got stuck into would have been Fallout Three, yeah, and I played that all the way through, done every mission, thousand hours, whatever. Then I got into Skyrim. Then there was like Far Cry, and them games I used to sit and play them for absolute hours and hours and hours on end. But lately, I feel like I've sort of changed. Like I have, I can't, I sort of get into that game. Like I've got Red Dead Two, and I'm waiting to play it. It's going to be in the next couple of days. And I'm just hoping that like my mojo for these kind of games isn't gone because, like, I got into The Witcher Three, that game, and he looks a bit like The Witcher Three, that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's meant to be one of the best games for open world and getting all the different weapons and doing all that sort of stuff and going around exploring. And I got into it and I did really like the game, but there was something that, there was something in me that was just like, I'm not really that bothered. And it sort of like let myself down a bit because I used to love playing them kinds of games, and now I put on like Skyrim or something. Like, say a new one came out, uh, like Red Dead will be. I'm just hoping I get stuck into it and I don't play it for like an hour. Is it? Is it? ridiculous because these games are becoming so normal now? It's like before; it was like Skyrim, open world, massive world. You could do whatever you want in there. You loved it. Fallout. Yes, what you're saying,
1: like it doesn't feel special anymore because yeah. it's, it's 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 in every game passed. now. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: but that to me is a let down to myself because that's what i really really enjoy is it that vr maybe will be the next level of of like excitement to keep that thing going you're in there but you're in vr you know because i find it really hard like red dead everyone's playing it they're really enjoying it i see them on there every single day and it's made me want to get on there so i'm gonna get on there but i just hope i don't play it for 10 minutes and be like yeah not my cup of tea anymore because mm. i think that might happen but i'm really hoping the online brings it back for me so my uh, underwhelm is that
1: the thing i found with like open world is that um there's a good way to do it and a bad way to do it and the bad way is that you make it big and put nothing in it mm. and then the other way is you make it a reasonable size and it's full of stuff to explore so like when you've got uh, the city in GTA there's so much going on there's so much detail so many places to go yeah um, that you, you can't really get bored of it.
0: all the time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you get another game where it's really vast, but Day there's not Zed. much in it. Yeah, Day Z. And then it's like you're travelling for ages and nothing's happening. You're not seeing anything. It's just boring. And then you kind of lose interest and you think all they've done is done a massive map and there's nothing on it. Yeah. So, I think, like, yeah. The thing is yeah. that
2: a different, there's a difference between open world and open world sandbox. Yeah. Hmm. You know, where did the name sandbox the come from? Really? Well, I guess like as kids, you play in a sandbox and you use your imagination.
0: I like the way he said mm. that, but his mic went off halfway through. He said, but talking about using
1: imagination," and he went uh, quiet.
0: Uh, blah, 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 blah.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> is that where that came from, or um, did you make that up?
1: No, I think oh, that's what oh, it pretty. is. Like where kids yeah. play in a sandbox and they build their own castles and that. Yeah, mm. I weren't allowed sand. What you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think the game. The game I was that, that kid that made it in the
0: water, made it into balls and threw it in people's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> then got put on the corner.
2: But um yeah, I was most underwhelmed by by uh, PUBG. PUBG. I, yeah, it's a fun game, but I just, I, I just don't like the way it feels. I feel like I'm running through sludge. It's just horrible. I just don't. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you play a game, and the way they've implemented the yeah. running or the the physics of the, how your character moves just doesn't feel right. And PUBG has never felt right to me ever. I've, and I've had some fun in it, but do you know what I, just I like can't about play PUBG? It for any...
3: That
0: is the ultimate what? game where you put a clip into someone else. They turn round. Shoot you once and you die, and I think <laughs> why? I've just done a whole clip of my Kalashnikov in you. <laughs> yeah, but, um, <laughs> my Kalashnikov AK. We've got Gray in the chat, way, and he's talking about Rage Two being open world, but it's not really a sandbox type. Hmm.
3: Hmm.
0: But
2: um. Yeah, exactly, isn't it? Is with
0: um, PUBG? It, it's a bit of a funny one that you bring that up because so many people love that game, and I wouldn't really see it as as a as a bad game but i get what you're saying sometimes you just have a feel that's personal to you that you just think like like one for me was uh what was that recent game with the aliens you can play not aliens what am i talking about with the zombies um not dead rising there was another one uh came out recently and they put multiplayer into it oh man come on one of dead you- island no it's not dead island that's like 10 years ago now um dying light not dying light either how many are we going to go through before we get it you're going to read off everything it's going to be the
2: last one um, left for dead what
0: was the game it was an it was why am i saying aliens constantly it was <laughs> a zombie game uh it recently came out and it was up to four players um and h1z1
2: it,
0: no it wasn't h1z1 oh, i can't think of what it was Le, called left for dead no you just said that didn't you no it's not left for dead yeah, But you seven, did, days you yes, seven days to die not seven
2: days to die how many
0: zombie games are there
2: there's loads. You've said,
0: every, you've said every single one apart from the one I'm thinking of. Oh, I can't think of what it's called. Um, but anyway, one thing that I found, I really looked forward to the game. It had a lot of base building. Um, it had a. It. It wasn't world War Z. It had a lot of um, running around, doing side missions, go and collect this, go and collect that. And you had. You was in a house. Was it and... a
2: top down one?
0: No, it's three D, looking from behind. Uh, um and. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you mean first person? Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, because that's not looking from behind, is it? That's third person. You. Dick. That's third person. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So don't come in here trying to cuss me up when you can't even get it right. No, you're the one State who said of the K two. <laughs> Cheers, original unknown man. State of the K two. Do you remember State of the K two? Yeah. Yeah. And so everybody was playing it, and I thought, man, I'm gonna. This looks well good. So I got it, and I've never seen these controls ever. So you've got up, down, left, and right. So forward makes you run forward, yeah? Backwards makes you turn a U-180 and face the other way,
2: yeah? Um, oh, because <laughs> with... that third person, that weird mechanic, yeah. But yeah. The, weird, the weirdest one is... Does that oh. mean that you're running at the
0: screen? Yeah, but then the weirdest thing about it was if you press left or right whilst you're going forward, your character doesn't strafe left or right. And char- like you'd, you'd imagine you're going forward, but then you're just sidestepping and going forward, yeah? You yeah. press forward and then you press left, and the guy literally just literally turns and the world turns so you press left he turns around left like he's running around a tree yeah and I I couldn't do it straight away I was like I don't straight away I was like I can't deal with this went into controls tried to change Mm. it all couldn't change it um uh, original unknown says that he felt he's wasted his money on that one Uh, I think a lot of people felt like that about that game and that would be the type of game that you'd now get into like a subscription wouldn't it but, yeah. Um, yeah, that let me down because I was like, man, this, the game's really good, but the, the controls are letting me down. And I find first thing now when I try a game out or I'm, or someone else is playing it, like Red Dead, I'm like, guys, what's the controls like? like There's loads of them. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to like this because I just can't do it. I need to get someone in pad things you got going. But, um, right, cheers for that question, um, Tommy Gunn. And let's get on to the last one. And this one is uh, from Friend or Foe again. And he says, vegan spaceman, if you're vegan... Why are you promoting killing animals in game? I'm disappointed in you, matey. I don't know what
2: he's talking about. What? What's he referencing?
0: I don't know. We're just talking about you in game killing things. If you're vegan, what, what game? What game have you played recently that there was animals to kill? I don't think it's even animals. I think you kill anything, don't you? Kharkov, I've seen you kill a few
2: people. They're scavs. They're they're humans. So what? Vegans are allowed is, to kill
1: like, humans then? Yeah, but I'm sure. I'm sure it's like he. He could kill a person as long as he didn't eat them. (laughs) That's
2: the most ridiculous question. It doesn't make any sense. I'm I'm trying to think of what what he's referencing. It's
0: a ridiculous question. It's quite funny because that question's in there because I was talking to him about you and then I thought, yeah, it'd be quite funny. Let's put it in. (laughs) So you're calling me ridiculous. You're calling me (laughs) Rodonkulous. Rodonkulous.
2: I will not... Dignify that with an answer. <laughs> it's very serious. Um, if you really and, want... and I just talked earlier about playing scum as a vegan. He just cut out. He's yeah, got one animal in I've that game. I just talked earlier about I just talked about, play, about, about playing scum as a vegan. That is true. He did say that.
0: And that, people, brings us to the end of this long-ass podcast, which is three hours and 15 minutes long, which is silly o'clock. And Jansen's got to get up at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning so looks like you're taking another day off work anyway (laughs) yeah cheers for coming in everybody it's been a great podcast get your questions in for next week remember to go and do our poll as well on twitter uh about the computer name and apart from that people
2: find their twitter
0: that brings us to the end of this podcast cheers for all the subs uh money donations bits and raids it's been much appreciated and i will see you all on the next one on thursday cheers for coming in people bye-bye. Stick around for the raid as well. We're going to raid someone else right now. Uh, give them a bit of support. Apart from that, we'll see you on the next one. See you later, people. Bye. 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 I don't want to set the world
3: on fire. I just want to start a